and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 13th of July 2013. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp. hi Dine. And Zachary Burgess. Jesus Christ, it's hot. Yeah, it's pretty well. The second Saladcast in a row where it's been the hottest day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just more hotter. Um, that's true. That's generally, like, on average true for the first half of the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there's been probably quite a few Saladcasts before now that have been the hottest day of the year. Perhaps so we should so. do that next year. The start of every episode, starting from January, it's just like, I'm the hottest day of the year. Do you think this re- this what record for this year will be beaten though? What where are we? Like thirty degrees? Twenty nine. Uh, yeah, twenty nine. Beat that. Come to, on. Today. Go for the burn. Go for the burn. We did get over thirty last year. So yeah. A couple of points. Go for the burn. No pain, no gain. No socks, no shoes. I'm gonna take my socks. No hair, no hair. Anyway. That's what that's my mum's <laughs> advice. Whenever I, do, I got hot, it was always take socks off. Well, regardless of the situation, it's take your socks off. It's good advice for cooling, bad advice for uh, smell. Smell, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Or general socialness. And, like, depending on how gross your carpets are. That's true. <laughs> you might all have to walk around. They had, like, tips on the BBC News website how to keep cool and shit. Sit in a fridge. If you just stop people dying. I don't know. Yep. They said put your hands in cold water because your hands have lots of surface area, which makes sense. I guess, yeah. Uh, but then, but then you can't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like add to cold water. But then you don't have a lot of circulation in your fingers, really, do you? Well, so, well we don't with our terrible <laughs> circulation. Okay. Really? You'd think we'd have like blood flowing to the fingers for maximum like dexterity no, it's all and in my shit. Thumbs. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. When you're playing like extended the ridiculous games thumb of... muscles that you grow as a gamer. Street Fighter of Doom. It's less to do with what's actually going on with the fingers, but it's like everything leading up to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's more of the problem. You think? Probably. Because hmm. it's like, fingers might be moving all the time, but this bit is almost entirely stationary. <laughs> all up the arm. Depends on your mouse sensitivity <laughs> setting, really, doesn't it? If you're, like, frantically doing this with your mouse, like, well, windmills. Then. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just saying, like, when you're doing swimming lessons and, like, you'd have one of those survival lessons or something, you know, that position you're supposed to be in. Like, yeah. they always used to say that you have to keep your feet out of the water because your feet are supposed to be pretty good for heat retention and or loss. That's what, impossible. if you're in, uh, if you're in the Atlantic or something, you're yeah. supposed to keep your feet out, out of the water? water. Yeah, That's well, if you've got insane. stuff to like, hold on to, you're supposed to lean it so your feet are out. I guess that makes sense. I don't, I don't know how much truth there is in that, or if that's just, if you believe it, it will be true, kind of. Yeah, someone, I think my, what, your parents told you to take off your socks. Yeah, always. I think my parents... No matter the situation, if I, if I was in trouble... <laughs> <laughs> Where, whenever... Not even for any reason. <laughs> just take your socks off. I think my dad claimed that our legs are like elephants' ears yeah. and that they're heat radiators. Uh, does well, that make well, sense? Well, it makes sense as like any part of your body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of you are like radiators. Yeah. But it's kind of dedicated, the, the elephants' ears. Otherwise, they'd have small ears. Yeah. So we don't really have dedicated radiators. They're like multi-purpose. They're also used for walking and running and shit. And like kicking dudes what in the face. <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, I, think I, I think I missed a sentence there somewhere. It's like human legs. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, <laughs> ele- ears are multi-purpose. <laughs> like walking and running. No, about. elephants' ears. What do they do? I guess. Do you think they need that giant surface area to collect sound waves? Probably not. They're probably not very good at that. No. except for the middle. Because if that were true, then the African elephants would be able to hear for longer distances than the Indian elephants. True. Has that ever been tested? <laughs> this is a very good question. Let's go do it now. Yeah. Let's go find an elephant. Well, I don't know, because, like, 
there's more jungle in the Indias. This is it's probably harder to hear far anyway. Um, compared yeah, maybe, to like maybe, maybe bush. it's not as important. Bush, not bush. That's Australia. What's it? brush? Is it called bush? No, bush brush. Savannah. Yeah. Mm. That'll do. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, cause, well, maybe that's why they're smaller. Maybe because it's well, if it is just heat, then I guess Africa is hotter as well. Therefore, they're bigger. Yeah, it's all pretty hot. <laughs> it's all I mean, hot. jungle. You get bonus evaporation. That's true. There's more. It's wetter, so you get more um, relief. Not that you know the humidity would be super high, so that actually doesn't cause that much evaporation in itself. Yeah, I don't know. This week on Salacast, Elephant Ignorance. Oh, did you see that terrible, you know, the l- most recent Attenborough uh, doc with the elephants in the drought, where they were, like, walking through dust and trying to eat, like, really, you know, I just, like, roots and stuff. It was really it was terrible. Was, it, was, was this in Af- the, the Africa show? Yeah, 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 that's it. Africa. That's what it was called. Africa. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then they had filming a giraffes fighting each other by whacking their necks against each other. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. That was pretty cool. That looks bonkers. That looks freaking dangerous. Ooh, dog. Ooh, dog. Broke my neck. Having a neck fight. You think it'd be more effective to, like, <laughs> to, like, swing your neck at their legs and just make them fall over? <laughs> Yeah. Because they have such smidly legs as well. That's true. They just, like, <laughs> take they're, them out. They're probably more solid than each other's necks is the problem. So like, if you hit it at the wrong angle, your neck would just go. If you broke their leg, they'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good tactic because they can bend down that far to drink water, right? So all you need to do is like splay out like you're going to take a drink and then go whack and knock the other guy's legs out. Uh, you have such a long way to fall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You wouldn't be able to do it quickly, though, would you, I guess? You wouldn't be able to surprise your opponent with that. <laughs> no. It would be quite easy to see it coming. Well, I don't know what they'd be able to do. Like, they, just, they wouldn't be able to jump it, presumably. They'd be doing, like, um, hopscotch with, with giraffe necks. Well, they'd also have to get down. And then, and then you're just having a sitting-down neck fight. <laughs> that would probably be the safest tactic. Yeah, maybe. Not very dramatic, but yeah. Even just in the normal neck fight, if you sat down, it'd be like... The other guy, that'd be like, the other guy would have to sit down because otherwise they wouldn't be able to sit down. That's true. That's not fair. Code of honour. He's supposed to stand up. Oh, come on, man. This isn't fun. Giraffes. Giraffes. Are any giraffe based games? Plenty of llama based games. Space giraffe. Well, yeah. All the ones that like the llama games apart from giraffes. Apart from giraffes. <laughs> Basically, stuff by Jed Minter. Yep. Does it hit? Does he has he made lots of giraffe games as well? As well, he made space giraffe. Oh, that's true. Yeah, really. but no, none involving neck combat. It's probably giraffe space neck combat content in Tokyo Jungle. Probably giraffe based combat. Perhaps there is neck swinging in that. Perhaps this has been video game immortalized. Maybe that seems like it could make a stupid flash game. But not yeah. much more. Well, maybe there's a there's a version of Bloody Roar in it somewhere. <laughs> Someone just turns into a giraffe. <laughs> That's their attack, and they just go whoosh with their head. <laughs> That's your onomatopoeia for a, a giraffe for a, attack. A, a, a flying head, yeah, <laughs> flying giraffe head. Whoosh! Whoosh out! 
because that's probably I don't know, that, that, that's probably more appropriate than a whoosh because I don't know if I hear many things go whoosh. <laughs> it's like the more like I don't know angry sounding. Whoosh. <laughs> Just me then? Alright. <laughs> oh no. Did you see that terrible when somebody wrote something on a teleprompter for the uh, for that air crash in San Francisco? Right. Uh, of the. Uh, uh, who was the airline? Was Korean or something? Yeah. Uh, was, it, or was it Thai? Oh, Thai? Oh, was it Thai? It might have been Thai. Okay. They made up Asian names um, for oh, the what? pronouncer for the. Uh, uh, for the air crew to get the uh, uh, anchor, news anchor. No, it was like um, uh, Captain We Too Low, Holy Fuck, Banting Ow, something like that. So it was in oh, sequence. Shit. It was really yeah. evil. I know. Shit. <laughs> would, okay, there are places for jokes like that. Yeah. That is not one of them. <laughs> exactly. I think, well, That's obviously good. they got fired, presumably, yeah. but still, I mean... Was that before they knew anyone had actually died? Because it seemed like everyone got out okay, but then the, 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 it was like, oh, no, actually two people died. A couple of students. <laughs> no, I think, well, I don't know if the writer knew, but in the report that, the, you know, just before she said those things, uh, she was talking about the Chinese, whether or not one of them had died before she got run over by a truck. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that's, that's freaking harsh, that is. Boo words. Yeah, time and place for jokes. Not that. Yeah, that's pre- that is really bad. I wonder if they, like, there was one of those things that someone put into the script, you know, there's like, all right, that's fine. We'll, we'll put these in when we know know the actual names. What, you Because no one, no one will read these out, right? <laughs> it was a bit of a Ron Burgundy moment. <laughs> yeah. Although, uh... I did see the first episode of The Newsroom. Oh, did you? It's really good. Seriously? It's really good. I heard it was, like, quite preachy. And, uh, uh, maybe, and a little bit. It's like, like, hey, the news should be awesome, <laughs> I guess. Like, you know, yeah. this is, it, it, it is trying to be like, it, what, if the news was actually uh, a slightly less soul-sucking thing, I suppose. Yeah. Like, you know, the, I bet the storylines they pick in the series going forward are ones that aren't, like, I don't know, paparazzi-ish or... Like, something like real stories from yeah, like, yeah, six months ago or something. Uh, this was the, the first episode is set just as the as the, the, the the company that focuses on, which I think is made up. Yeah, um, uh, basically gets the scoop on the the oil rig. Oh, um, right, leak. Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, right. gets the scoop, the scoop, and runs it a day before everyone else does, or a show before everyone else does. Right. So Concentrating that doesn't make on any the... sense. Well, no, because they didn't know about the leak. There was like there was the big fire, wasn't there? And it's like they were they were basically setting and there was a rescue effort going on. But BP were trying to uh, bury the fact that there was a leak for a while, supposedly, according to the newsroom. According to this random yeah, yeah. I haven't heard much like... about the newsroom since it launched. Like it must be still on, right? I mean, uh, is it I season guess, two or yeah. something by now? I think. I guess. But yeah, anyway, uh, the first that's episode cool. opinion, I, I really liked it. Oh, that's cool. Do you ever see any Aaron talking stuff before, like the West Wing and shit? No, 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 okay. no. But I, well, I, I saw the odd episode here and there, but the, it wasn't really something you could really do with West Wing, I suppose, no. was to just dip in. Well, um, not really. And but, but the intro is the West Wing. It's like... Ah, uh, duh. <laughs> no, it's, it's all that <laughs> over-patriotic stuff. Yeah. So it's, yeah. 
Do they do a lot of walking down corridors, talking to each other? No, actually, most of the first episodes are all just standing around in the office. Okay. It's like... <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs> men stand around. Men, men, men standing in the office. And it's also got Alison Pill in it, who was the drummer from Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yes. Okay. She, yeah. Yeah, she was quite good in there. Yeah. What else has she been in? Don't know. Don't know. That's, that's the extent of my Don't knowledge. Know. Yeah, that's cool. Don't know. The newsroom. Hmm. Okay. I'll check that out. Speaking of which, news! News! Seamless. Uh, video game news. Well, should we start with the, uh, the tribute? Start where you want. To, uh, yeah. to we should probably yeah, talk thing about the, San Francisco. the terrible thing that happened this week. Uh, uh, Ryan Davis of Giant Bomb, our, our, uh, Inspiration in many ways. Yeah, passed, definitely. Passed away uh, last week. It would be, be a lie to say that the format of this show wasn't somewhat based on his... Uh, I think it's like, severely impact. Yeah. And the number of times we say, they said on the Bobcast. The Bobcast. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, um, to be honest, this entire thing, podcast thing, is not just down to Darren Bond, but down to Ryan Davis, I think. And the way he ways. presented it. And the way yeah. he presented it has been, like, the reason why I thought oh, we could do this. Like, I don't yeah. think without him. I think he made it look easy. Yeah, he and, did. And then yeah. we try and do it. And it's not, it's that, not easy that easy to easy. keep the shit together. I mean, I sort of try and do his job, but not nearly as well as he does. Uh, but um, he won't be, yeah, there won't be, uh, won't be Tuesday again, ever. Well, I don't know. Well, do you reckon they'll do that? Do you reckon they'll shift to, to Wednesdays? Just <laughs> for that reason. They yeah, could do. They could do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, very sad news, and uh, yeah, it, it really sucks. Yeah, it really does. And so, uh, yeah. but there's been a whole outpouring of uh, yeah, it's of, been it's uh, been pretty good. I they were saying that there's only like um, been a very very low percentage of assholes. I haven't like, seen a single. Uh, one. I, I've seen. Well, one. It depends what site you go to. Yeah, I've, 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 IGN was a bit shitty. Oh well, whatever. Oh, I suppose there's like other other gaming sites maybe, but there was I saw one comment that was a bit below the belt. To do with his size, and it's like, well, we don't actually know. You know, they haven't told us why he died, and it's yeah. like that's not something we need to know necessarily. But that's not something you should really make jokes about, is it? Well, I don't know. It's kind of the problem of that that one situation of like, if you're not going to say, then everyone's going to make that assumption okay. because that seems like the obvious answer. Yeah, sure, but you don't have to be a dick about it. Well, no. no. Uh, but I mean, then, for, then for there was people like in. I think that was one of what I made in like the IGN thread where like. Were they actually being dicks, or was this just like you can't interpret their sarcasm or whatever on the internet? In right. which case, don't be sarcastic in that comment for God's sake. Well, yeah, unless yeah. You hashtag sarcasm or something. But <laughs> yeah, even so, yeah, it was top of Reddit for like two days, which is quite unusual. Mm. Um, it's, and uh, you know, nothing I'm, but love for him. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, in a way, I've been more surprised by actually just how other media outlets have been cottoning onto this and like <laughs> really dumb in some cases. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that like TMZ weird celebrity style. magazines and stuff. Yeah. It's like, just Ryan Davis. Did you know who this person was really? at all? Uh, it's true. He would have thought that was hilarious, though. So oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of worth it. Um, but yeah. I did go back and watch a lot of the tribute stuff that, or you know, the clips and best of stuff yeah, that yeah. people have been posting. It's, yeah, it's all genius. Yeah, it's very, true. He's a very funny guy. He was the funniest, like most consistently funny. Like it's I true guess, that yeah. Jeff is like well, Jeff quite just dry. draws out crazy. He, well, he, he he is a bit more sardonic, isn't he? And mm. uh, <laughs> so it kind of complimented uh, Ryan's sort of jolliness. Yeah, a bit more jolliness, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So. Uh, 
Yeah, and yeah, he knew what he was doing. His quick looks were the, the awesomest. So yes, thank you very much, Ryan. Yeah. We wouldn't be doing this if not for you. And yeah, very sorry to everyone who was close to him, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Wish it could have been us. Not dying, but not you know, dying. <laughs> like that we're close. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. The, it is. It, there's a lot been a lot of people saying like on on the on the comments I've seen that it, it uh, commenting on how weird it is that like especially with Giant Bomb, how like you feel like you knew. Yeah, um, that what, is weird. Like just how attached to them you think you actually end up being. Because that po- podcast is different. It's more personal than television shows or. or radio broadcast mm. or something because well, I mean in that in their case anyway yeah exactly. they decided not to do it professionally in any kind exactly. of way well, in that, he, well I mean, often, he kept like, a lid he kept it under control <laughs> most, uh, of the most of the time the, the bird feeder thing is that under control when he's talking about wearing that feeding mask? That's totally under control. Like, That's significantly <laughs> less yeah, ridiculous yeah. than some of the things the other guy's talking Go about. Feed a hummingbird from my face? I don't know, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> You're not talking about, like, Jeff's stories of, like, mole-bobbing raccoons in the storm drain. And- <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. No, I don't mean that, like, he censored it at all. No. We don't do that. No, of course he not. He wouldn't do <laughs> well, that. Well, that one time. Uh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A couple but, of uh, names you didn't want yeah, mentioned. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, they do that sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. You can't but, not uh, ever censor. Sometimes something happens. Yeah, exactly. But, um... It was very unfiltered. It was like being like in the room with, like is still, I guess, but with with people that that you know mm. almost, which is really strange, especially if you listen to two, three hours of it every, every week, week, every yeah. week for years and years. Like I used to, um, when I was um, living in up, up, up north, oh, no. and I had to get the bus to Stockport to to go to the <laughs> Dole office or whatever to get. Um, I used to go on the bus. It was miserable because it's not very. It's not the nicest place no. up north. Uh, <laughs> no, some Manchester's nice, but yeah, yeah, Stockport is not the best. Um, and um, I would always listen to the the Bondcast all the way there mm. and back. And uh, I actually used to look forward to going just because yeah, yeah, I got no. to listen to the podcast. There is, there is a thing about that. Yeah, it's like it's, it's it's nice. You know, having making your drive more interesting with yeah with Bomb. Almost slightly too long. It was like uh, when I got that. It's not long enough, if you ask me. No, I'd like it to be longer, of course, but it's too long for the things that I want to do because it's like when I got that MP3 player, it was like, now I can listen to the podcast and go for a walk. I can't go for a walk for three fucking hours. (laughs) So I have to like stop and then like, now I have to take off my MP3 player and find the right point in the file to continue on my computer instead when I get home. I I just just use my phone whenever I'm in the car or just let it carry on from where I left off. You don't want to. Well, you, I don't want, I, once I've started, I want to get through it in like one day. <laughs> I don't want to be like listening to it over several segments. Oh, I'm, I'm okay with that. That's like, um, yeah, it depends. I'm not sure, I'm not sure I could do it in a three hour sitting. But. It was good for those trips because I would wear it on the bus mm. all the way in, listen to Ryan and, uh, I've done it on talk. a couple of long drives before, <laughs> just put it on and listen to it for the entire yeah. lengthy drive. Just can. A lot of drives tend to be about three hours long <laughs> that I do. Yeah, so exactly. That's uh, when it's convenient. It's almost ideal. Yeah. yeah it works out well. So we'll have to see when they're back on the air. But well, they, so they, they did one. They did one, but well, they did they're, the they're not going to be back. Yeah. 
for a while, I guess, but uh, they will be back, I'm sure. So, like site content has already pretty much stopped. It? Yeah, so, that's that's, that's understandable. It's for the because the community as well, not just the mm. that's that's what's so great about Java and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of talking in that tribute thing about how they were kind. Of, it was Ryan and Jeff, I guess, but that they, they, they were they kind of pioneered this new style. I don't know if other no, no one else really copies it. I don't know if you could, because it's their thing. If you know, I mean, if someone else came and tried, it would would it be branded as a copycat? And you know, just mm, possibly, but just the the <laughs> like us would we be branded as a copycat? <laughs> well, we, we might fairly be. obviously if we yeah. had slightly larger backing and you know more prominence. But the just uh, the the concept of like the not not the rigid reviews based game site, and the, yeah. it's more about the other content and the like the podcast <laughs> or the the video. Well, it, and it, well, it came like out of them wanting to get out of being forced to review pretty much everything, which yeah. is the GameSpot way, exactly. Yeah, um, and then just being able to do what they thought was interesting or would be interesting to others. Because GameSpot and IGN, they were basically just being a magazine like PC Gamer or whatever, but on yeah, the yeah. internet. And they weren't taking advantage of all the cool stuff you can do on the internet you can't do in a magazine. Mm. And that's kind of... And Giant Bomb ended up just doing that stuff and it being awesome. Like, well, it's, it's weird when I see other sites, well, like New GameSpot, I suppose, or Modern GameSpot, trying to do some of that bomb element. Like, they talk yeah. to their staff and they talk to their... Yeah. They it's like, I don't know who you are. Or I don't care who yeah. you are. It's, like GT do that every now and then, but they, you know because they're, they're but it's almost nice from GT to, to do it because you don't see anything about their back end stuff any of the time until there's like a discussion point like E3 or something or yeah um, something like that, and then they sort of come out and it's like they're obviously not presentery types or no. much speakers, but it's nice to see. Oh, okay, these are the actual guys that are behind. Mm-hmm. GT and stuff like that, and it's like the rarity of it makes it quite nice, I guess. But it's a uh, yeah, it's when you've got someone like GameSpot trying to be the bombcast, but with their old goals, I suppose. At the same time, yeah, it doesn't really work. It feels it feels nice. disingenuous. It does it's feel like, weird. No, no, I think any of the, the 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 GameSpot guys are bad at what they do. I just don't think that their current thing really pulls off. I think, but you know, it doesn't really gel with me. No. I guess they're in the same office as Giant. Oh, yeah, they are. So, I mean, which, which makes it even weirder. Yeah. It's like, why do, why do they need to compete against each other like that? But, or maybe it just don't. naturally rubs off, I don't know. Yeah. But it just but seems it, like it, a yeah. way forward, doesn't it? In yeah. some ways. I mean, anyway, they yeah. are pioneers. If it wasn't for them and Whiskey, we might not have got started at all on the website. No. So. <laughs> no, their API has been great. So thanks to site maintainers over at Giant Bomb. Absolutely. Who would that be? Lexus. I wish they fucking fixed their video players, though. <laughs> really? What's wrong with them? All the they choices are, are bad, and they're, they're all bad in different ways. It's like streaming and progressive and HTML5. They're all pretty much broken in different ways and equally bad. So the only option is to go to YouTube, which is like, that's a dumb option. Shouldn't you be able to make a video player that works for yourself? Or yeah. just rip off YouTube's one? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at one point they were just using YouTube for content and just embedded it. I mean, that's always yeah, yeah. That always seems. I mean, and why not do that? It's free, up, and a lot of stuff ends up on YouTube anyway. <laughs> well, now it does because yeah. they've made it an option. Apart from all the subscriber stuff, so it mm. sucks when you when you want to go back and watch a subscriber stream, and it's like this is the one thing you can't watch on YouTube, so you have to suffer their video player. Yeah, I haven't had it be too bad. It's it's 
I don't know what happened, but YouTube seemed to fit, well, seemed to partially fix that weird skipping problem it had for a while in like the last month. Oh, well, when it does, when it does the quality switch. Yeah, when it quality yeah, switches, but then the video got, and sound. That has got better. Like you have that repeating. Yeah. Like, it often repeats. It still does it? that on Giant Bomb like all the time. Yeah, it's okay. like YouTube fixed their version of that problem, but Giant Bomb haven't fixed their one yet, somehow. Uh, well, yeah, presumably. I don't know what that is, because it's not like. It might be Flash. Well, like, I guess. But it's not, because like, it obviously wasn't to do with the YouTube player, because apparently it somehow started happening on the Giant Bob versions as well. That's not an easy thing. I find it int- What I find interesting about that whole this whole thing about auto-quality switching is it was something Microsoft was pushing for ages, yeah. like with Smoothstream uh, and stuff like that. And it was a, you know, when it first came out, it's like, this is pretty impressive tech. It's like, why doesn't everyone use this? It's like taken several years for Microsoft to just shut up about it and go, okay, no one wants this. And then everyone else suddenly makes it in their own. It's like, oh, fuck you. This is another example of Microsoft like innovating and everyone else just copying. And that Microsoft are the ones that seem to have not benefited from it. I find I find I get wound up a little bit about that because Microsoft do innovate a lot of the time, but it's, it doesn't necessarily hit the public mainstream. Well, sometimes you know? they innovate in places people don't end up caring about, like Silverlight, where it's like, we're going to make this new thing that's clearly better than Flash, but nobody fucking cares. Yeah, <laughs> Flash uh, is already there. Yeah, that, that was true. That was a bit yeah. of a... That's a, that's a that, that was a misstep, but... Ambitious, but... Yeah. yeah. How do you dislodge the, the biggest of the big? Something that's on practically every PC. Well, I guess if you're in Microsoft, you do have a huge head start compared to most people in that if you are trying to do that yeah but it's still very difficult yeah definitely uh, and they didn't pull it off with silverlight but that's cool because uh both silverlight and flash should go away yeah and, ultimately uh, ultimately yeah open web standards are way forward so mm. uh, it's going to be a long time before youtube is all html5 or whatever the yeah it still doesn't is. work quite right no Not- they've got a new codec and they um google have for video which is super really really good like mm. compression ratios and quality so uh oh, impact 5 will be turning <clears throat> up before long yeah i can't remember what this one was called it's like it's better than the the h265 mm. whatever it was H264. yeah uh, and it's free as well which mm. is the key thing because they have all this licensing crap don't they that's been a problem with h264 mm. so i think they're it's open source despite being google uh, and they'll put it in Chrome and everything, and mm. they'll use it on YouTube, and it'll just be cooler. Because then, just suddenly, your videos will take less bandwidth for the same quality, right? I guess. Uh, well, just hopefully, yeah. Right. They, normally, how it works with uh, new codecs and new improvements like that is that the the trade off will be uh, a higher requirement of CPU power. Yeah. So it may not be so great for. Well, we'll be, yeah, it would be great for the battery life of your smartphone. Yeah, that's the main um, thing. But it'll be pretty great for your PC. Cool. Provided you don't watch videos and play games and stuff at the same time. <laughs> like well, Dan does. It might, it, might just, it might just be more take more effort for your system to encode video of that style as well. So it might take longer to actually make videos in that format, perhaps. Maybe, you know, it's all unknowns, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's how, that's how compression normally works anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's like back in the day when, like, uh, Windows Media Audio was trying to take on MP3. And it's like, in a way, actually, Windows Media Audio was a, was a better format because it was, uh, the compression was stronger. Um, mm-hmm. You could, 
you could get more out of it from a lower bitrate than MP3. But it took pretty much twice the computing power to actually decode. Right. And, and of course, uh, before long, the need to have smaller files for, was for music just became yeah. yeah became an old problem. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you don't you don't have that problem anymore. Uh, but video, you're always gonna have that. Well, no, I say always, but you could go until we get to a point where someone's like like satisfied <laughs> with video. Yeah, so it's to the point where the world's like, yeah, we've done enough. But that'll never happen. Not well. It may happen, but that's gonna be so far away. Yeah, you need to get to the point where you can losslessly compress 4K video and like store films, a bunch of films on a hard disk, yeah. which is like way. And then, and then there'll become a point where someone goes, "Is 4K enough?" <laughs> Are there any lossless codecs for video? I don't There's know. Not much you can really no, do. I don't know. There probably are, but they probably. I mean, you know, well, ridiculous. Well, even, I mean, even FLAC's not that great, is it? In terms of like your file sizes are often quite big. Yeah, yeah, of course, using yeah. FLAC, but. yeah. Uh, they so. need to continue with their that hilarious when they were encoding videos into vectors because that's clearly oh, yeah. the way forward. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a pretty cool idea. I thought that's what they did. Isn't that part? Of no, you, you use vectors to measure motion in video. Yeah. yeah. So, you, but what this is is you're actually describing the image as oh, uh, what like SVG, like yeah, uh, but for every frame, yeah. And, How, and, and, that's and, not going to work for. Well, I don't know. Some images are going to be too complex, aren't they? You could easily take a photo or something. I suppose at that level, you're just storing the pixels, pixels. Data, I guess, yeah. like if you need to. But that was the idea anyway, so it could scale to higher resolutions. Yeah. Um, possibly, well, I don't, I'm not sure how far you'd go before it would look skank, but you could, in theory, before it would probably just look like a giant cartoon if you go too far. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. But um, <laughs> it's an interesting idea. Anyway, we've got miles off topic, so... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that was all part of news, I guess. Yeah, news. News! Other news this week. Well, we didn't cover Don Matrick leaving Xbox last time, which oh, happened yeah. pretty much straight after we recorded the last... As so often happens with news with us, it's like yeah. the one bit of news we need to talk about it happens immediately after we've already podcasted, and then we have to wait two weeks and then forget it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got that. It's so, a bit weird how he left, like, a week before the big restructure at Microsoft. Yeah, it's- You'd well, think they'd was, announce it at the same time. Well, maybe so this was when, weird. Well, the, the, the rumor is that he was supposedly trying to sort this out with Zynga for quite some time. You know, it wasn't just a sudden, oh shit, Xbox has gone real bad. No. I need, I need to bail. No. Um, and Zynga were there being, you know, obviously the, the most evil company in the world going, yeah, it's come to us. Come <laughs> but to us. Like, no, he's been trying to work on this for a while, apparently. I had he tried to buy Zynga at, at one point, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he, he in some ways, in terms of career, like he's stepping up from product manager to CEO level, yeah. which is like, yeah, cool for his career or whatever. He's going to a company that <laughs> I think is not possibly the worst games company. I mean, I'd put, I would put them above <laughs> EA in terms of, oh God, like just yeah. terrib- well, terrible they, games. Yeah, I mean, they had a couple of hits, but then they started literally ripping things off didn't they like is, was it Zynga that like totally cloned things uh, like unashamedly produced the exact same game with their own graphics over it you know what I'm not sure maybe not like the tower game or was it OMG Pop or something OMG no, no. Pop was one that they bought 
Uh, yeah, they bought OMG Pod because right. they decided not to just clone that. And then yeah. they bought the With Friends, With Friends guys, yeah. Words of Friends, and now they just use With Friends on everything. Yeah. Oh, I see as their brand. Yeah, they seem. Yeah. They, they buy a lot of companies, Zynga. They just absorb them. And they did well out of it. Was it was quite funny seeing their stock price the day that Facebook floated because everyone had invested in them as a proxy because that you couldn't invest in Facebook because it wasn't public. But because Zynga's success was tied to Facebook, that was a way of investing in Facebook. Oh, interesting. So the moment they floated, that everyone sold, dumped their Zynga stock and went into yeah. actual Facebook stock, which was pretty hilarious. And now. Like, when was the last time you, you saw, what was it, Farmville or, like, pop up on your Well, I saw Farmville 2 come up the other day. <laughs> Farmville 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. But they're all, they're just non-game games. And it's like, and I say that from someone who played Tiny Tower for way too long, because that is a non-game game either. It's like, yeah, their, their games are trying to reward you for doing nothing. Yeah, essentially doing something that is basically check do here, and it's like they're not, but they're not rewards. There is no reward other than the numbers go up. But maybe that's the same as RPGs. I don't know. I'm torn. Is that the same as Animal Crossing? Is I guess. I yeah. well, no, I'm... it's not. Is my, <laughs> my, yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Animal Crossing is more has more soul, yeah. I suppose. Well, I agree. The art yeah. is all consistent, and well, the, the characters like... talk with consistency. And the idea is that the numbers go up, but you're also doing something. Not just clicking. Clicking, yeah. Uh, But it's the same as a Tamagotchi, isn't it? That's what it is. You're just clicking. It's just like a tending a garden type deal, isn't it? Yeah. Like... But then, uh, on that, by that scale, I wouldn't put Viva Pinata in there either, because that's more of a... Yeah, that has mechanics as well. That has stuff to do, yeah. I don't know. I I think if you enjoy Farmworkville, good luck to you, whatever. Do what you want to do. But, um... I don't see what there is to enjoy there. The problem is, I think, people who enjoy Farmville, I think, are probably... The type that haven't just haven't had exposure to a proper good game, if you know what I mean. Possibly. If you, if you took them and showed them like SimCity Four, maybe that might be a bit <laughs> of a stretch. Yeah, it's like what but, is the uh, next step <laughs> up from Farmville? Though? What's the next game Harvest after mine? Theme Hospital. Well, yeah, I guess. No, Theme Hospital is too complicated management as well. SimCity Two Thousand, possibly. Maybe go back in time. SimCity Social. <laughs> no, apparently that was terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I never, yeah, I never played that. And then it got shut down. What's that, what about strategy games like something like um, Civ Rev or um, that might be that's a step too far as well because I, I um, Rev's quite simple I, on iPhone, I know. on iOS. I've actually tested this because um, uh, a friend, uh, someone I was working with, um, wanted a game for his his wife to play, and I and she liked these turn based things. I think stuff like that. And I suggested Civ Rev, and he tried it out, but it was too much for. Mm. Uh, he liked it. But. Okay, what about sort of board games then, like Carcassonne or yeah, um, that's what I would go for. Something or like Outwitters. Yeah. Outwitters is pretty sweet for that simple mechanics. The thing is that one, well, I think one of the things there is that Farmville isn't competitive, which is uh, most games are. I guess, yeah, and like. That appeals to some. There is people. no lose state. You can't lose, and all you can do is boast that, that you've got I've found a cow in your field or something. I don't know. Whereas mm. if you're playing Risk or something, you can screw it up. I think it could be possible for them to make a, a simplified version of Eva Pinata and it work because there is no lose state in that. Is there? There's yeah. just there's only progression through exploration in that. And it's <laughs> wow. Apart from they, that, that was the one major problem that that, that like the original Eva Pinata has was like. 
the way that you, you the whole idea was you were meant to get through this progression then you had to do increasingly ridiculous things to attract increasingly ridiculous to the others but then some bastard would just come and fuck you up oh yeah <laughs> that, that was the one mechanic that screwed that whole game up was to have the stay evil the sense. evil bastards who would just come in and fuck your shit up and there was not really anything you could do to stop them that would be that would be really annoying yeah you know if they just well perhaps if they got rid of that the problem was being you know it was actually quite complex yeah those t- and and on a console i'm not sure those controls work so great can you just um, stick that on ipad and have that be a success I mean, yeah probably I, I, I reckon you could i think rare could make quite a few good ipad games well, it depends what rare, because they're owned by microsoft so it's the last thing that, that uh, well, they yeah. would do i it's, question who rare is anymore. yeah well who knows because it's not even really rare that's working on the um nuclear instinct is, is, is rare not. and someone else yeah, <laughs> and it's know. like this someone else is probably doing all the work it's yeah mysterious place uh yeah so I, I wonder what don's going to bring to zynga in the sense that is is he going to bring them out of the evil or is he just like hey they're evil i like this you know? we'll say well you shall see if, but if, i mean because you know he was a game designer first and foremost that was how he rose through the ranks he started as a game designer so you know he must have a love for this stuff so perhaps if he takes control of zynga there will be a return to making games so what games is is Don Matter responsible for? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know that off the top of my head, but he did some stuff when he was like 17 or something and made a million bucks off his first game or something. And then I see. Ended yeah. up in the, on the management track at Microsoft. Yep. Yep. So, so now uh, all it's not just the games. Everything's been rearranged at, uh, at Microsoft. Mm. Just think has, about it. Has, has someone, have they announced okay. who actually... Yes, He's taken over Xbox. Division, yeah, right? it's the uh, former head of the Windows division, lady, uh, Asian American lady. Can't remember her name. Oh, uh, I know who you mean, but uh, yeah, again, can't remember the name. Yeah. Okay, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, so I'm sure that. Um, I'm I'm not sure about that because Windows hasn't exactly gone in a. Never, never seems to have the right public opinion of it. Does it of late? Yeah. So I, I, well, don't, I don't know. Is that is that? A, I don't, it's not really. I mean, it's like Maybe it's they tried comparable. their best, didn't they? The kind yeah. of, I think they meant well. They just kind of. I don't, I, yeah, quite... I don't mind the PR direction of Windows. I think it's quite good, but it just didn't quite gauge it quite right. But I think there was a lady in charge of the hardware as well, because they've got new divisions for everything. Like there's an engineering division, there's a hardware and devices division mm. and stuff. So I don't know if that means there is no longer WinDev and, oh no, WinDiv and DevDiv, the classic. Yeah. Uh, warring parties of Microsoft. And off div, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We have a big one. Yeah. So we shall see. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know if they'll expand their devices beyond Xbox Plus Surface. I guess that's the main ones. Mm. What else do they make? Well, peripherals. <laughs> but I mean, the bring back the Zoom. <laughs> bring the Zoom back. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> I mean yeah, the X Pod. <laughs> yeah, it's Xbox Music, isn't it? Yeah, the X Pod. I mean, presumably the Surface will have successors. iPads, and well, the iPad refreshes like every year, right? Pretty much, yeah. So, um, who knows what will happen with the Surface, given its sales and stuff? Mm. Whether they'll make a new um, RT version. I mean, they. Mm, yeah, maybe. I, 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 I wonder if Microsoft will drop RT and just stick with this pr- 
pro form. Because I wonder, or maybe because unless they've got they've got some way to go for making RT work, and maybe the way that the direction that is is to drop desktop, like completely from RT. Oh, I see. Um, because you have that weird hybrid desktop that's like it's like Windows, but you can't do much with it. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't really appeal to me. You know, maybe that's where Blue or you know Windows eight point one will go because apparently a lot of the stuff that's in Windows UI that isn't in modern UI um, has been rectified as, and you could pretty much do everything now from modern UI if you want to. Right. Like in terms of setting up your system and diagnosing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot more modern UI stuff that's essential. Uh, so you know, maybe that's the direction they t- need to take. If, like, if you're going to go down that road, don't go desktop. That's what the pro is for. Pro seems cool. Anyway. Hey, anyway. we talked about that before. Don't matter. Blah, blah, blah. What do you think of that, Zane? <laughs> I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> well, no, I, of I, course I, you don't care about either Zynga or, or Xbox. Xbox no. Or Microsoft, really. No. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> awesome. Does this affect the PC in any way? No. I am worried by the occasional... Well, apart from like the Windows person going into the Xbox version, I guess that is technically moves something around in the Windows half. Not like I care about Windows that much. Yeah, I care about Windows. Well, the thing that worries me about Windows is I saw some tweets saying, reassuring people that Titanfall would definitely work on Windows 7. And it's like, what What games are not going to work on Windows 7? Yeah. Well, <laughs> unless they start doing like a Vista thing like Halo. It only works on Vista, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My Vista. Well, Microsoft did try and pull the DX12 thing, didn't they? That DX12 only runs on on, eight. on Windows 8. Oh, shit. But but nothing uses DX12 exclusively. Yeah. Barely anything uses okay. DX11, really. That, that's going to piss <laughs> off yeah. uh, St- uh, Valve as well if they start like risking. I don't think they'll do that again because that's I think that's just cost them bad PR every time they've tried it. And they've yeah. tried it a, a lot of times now. Yeah. Oh man, I watched the gameplay video again of like Destiny and Titanfall, and Titanfall looks so much fun. <laughs> it does. It, <laughs> it does. does look like it, lo- it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, and the Destiny video. People definitely don't talk like that when they play games. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Anyway, it's a little yeah. too. Well, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe this is a marketplace <laughs> we don't know about. Maybe this is Americans. <laughs> I don't know. We know what they sound like, like 14-year-old Well, boys. yeah, when you play Xbox Live against randoms, yeah. 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 That's why I didn't really understand your, like... Um, I, I knew where you were coming from when we talked about Titanfall and you saying the community will be on Xbox One. But, mm. but like, in terms of us playing, what is the community? Because you do go into random matches yeah, on Call maybe, of Duty. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I see your point. I, I think, like, like... I think the PC version may suffer from drop-off faster than the consoles. Oh, yeah, probably. So, you know... It, you can still pretty much play any version of Call of Duty and get match made straight away. Yeah. Like, um, whereas I'm not sure that is possible. Or, you know, I'm not sure, given that TF2 exists <laughs> and games like that around yeah. on PC, which don't seem to suffer any drop-off. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if... I, I don't know, that's my only yeah. concern. With, I think a PC shoot... Uh, Gotham City Imposters is a relatively good one. That, well, yeah. Monday Night Combat, you know, yeah. these, get, these games suffer catastrophic Just drop-offs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you can still play Gotham City, but it's like, it's, there's only a couple other groups going. Well, what or I'm blur, is... You know, Blur. How oh, good yeah, is that blur. <laughs> That's a different thing, then. You're talking about a completely different type of game. But even, well, yeah. not necessarily, but it's it's just, the, the, as I say, drop-offs on PC can be more catastrophic, I think, was where I was going with that. It's like, and and, I'm, I, and I would question whether or not the game would be tuned for PC. 
in terms of how it plays. Oh, I think they, yeah, that's there, there are some there are some they do seem key to differences into how 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 a PC versus a console game kind of yeah. has to play, which makes Call of Duty on a PC an incredibly different experience from Call yeah. of Duty on console, it is the, it is and that's because they, I don't think they've tuned those; they just right. play the same, and it makes the the feel of the game is very different because of the control scheme. On the I don't other think hand, do that very often actually. Like Bioshock probably isn't tuned, or yeah. You know. I mean, you need to put in that effort, and a lot of people don't. But I mean, it, I mean, one thing that might make it more likely—I don't know, probably not—but mm. Titanfall is the source engine, which is generally a PC engine. Yeah, true. Uh, it will work great on console, obviously. But mm. I mean, they're probably already mostly you get a lot for free in terms of PC tuning control wise just from using source like yeah, yeah yeah no, no um, I, I, I'd, I'd take that on I mean I'd take a I'd, I'd take a little step back from my stance on yeah. well I could see it was probably a little strong but no it's cool because yeah. uh, what I'm wondering is because the difference with Titanfall uh, uh, compared to Call of Duty on a modern console is it will have dedicated servers because they're providing a bunch of Azure yeah. stuff which is great because like that's going to be a great experience on console well, yeah what what hasn't been clear and even the titanfall guys themselves haven't aren't entirely sure about is that when you do when you develop for xbox one you kind of microsoft will just kind of give you this stuff it yeah. seems like you you don't really have to worry about or really pay for it i think was the like you know there isn't much of a an overhead to getting that stuff i guess Whereas, like, with the pc version it was suggested that perhaps they will need to move to a traditional server architecture and someone has to pay for the servers yeah i mean it'd be cool if you could like, you know, the battlefield model i guess yeah that kind of stuff i mean because we have to have all these dedicated servers and i think maybe that's one of the reasons for drop off is because not because people don't want to play but they go on to play blur or whatever or whatever it is with dedicated servers and they just aren't played whichever blur, one it was uh, i don't know monday night combat yeah monday night combat was yeah. all dedicated so and then it's like well everything's depopulated or there's no servers available for me to play mm-hmm. or whatever. And if, if it's, if you could use a similar type of servers, which presumably you will be able to, uh, for the PC version of Titanfall as the console, I don't know how they'll differ, but if you can use that as your like cloud architecture, then it'd be easy for groups to like club together and like run a server for like mm-hmm. on that elastic platform without like having to have, a yeah, rack, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't have to be like Hampshire heavies and have a box that you rent yeah. out from a co-location or whatever, where you could just turn a dial and be like, oh, I want some dedicated servers yeah, yeah. for like 50p a month or <laughs> each or something. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. You know, maybe that's one of the reasons why the PC version may lag behind, because perhaps they need to make a bit of money off the Xbox One so they can gauge how much they're going to spend on server stuff for the PC version. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. That's true. Unless Microsoft will, I don't know, cut a deal if they release it as part of Games for Windows or on the Windows 8 store or something like yeah, that. Yeah, who knows you know. about that. You know, it's, I, I, I think Microsoft will ease up on their policies about how they use Azure, I guess, perhaps, like, in the future. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, things that want to tag themselves with Games for Windows or be available in the Windows 8 store get some of that capability. It could potentially fuck up your ability to get stuff through Steam, though, maybe. But yeah, maybe. Because, you know, Microsoft needs to make a cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, the I mean, at some point, Microsoft could easily, out of nowhere, do an Origin. Like, it could happen one day. Yeah. Like, uh, well, it is the Windows 8 store, isn't it? That's, yeah. That's what they want to do with that, I guess. Yeah. That ha- yeah. 
I guess that's what they want. Windows X Store, iOS Store, it's all the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, apart from the relative success of those guess, things, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? App Store, phenomenally successful. So is Steam. Windows 8 Store, not so much currently. I don't think people see the point yet. <laughs> yeah. Of, of why, I don't, it's like a lot of Mac users, I suppose. Do, yeah, because the do, Mac has that Mac store. Mac has a Mac thing. App Store. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how used that is. Well, some, some, a lot of products have been moving to a purely digital distribution yeah. model now. So yeah, it's that's fine. And the only way to do that is through the App Store. But yeah, that's fine. But yeah, everything will go that direction eventually. It's because like most Windows apps that you actually want to use are for Windows desktop. Yeah, and it's like, and they can't be done. Well, I'm not sure if they can can even be done in the Windows 8 store. I don't know. And so many rich apps are moving to web apps now for like general yeah. stuff that like because it's becoming less and less likely that you're going to buy just an app for yeah. your PC, isn't it? It's... Yeah. When was the last time you? did that i don't know uh <laughs> yeah, got, real got, good question i've not worked to buy me sublime text for work that was like 30 dollars or something mm. but, but i could have used that for free if i just ignored the bloody pop-ups mm. yeah i guess <laughs> well i do end up just using free software most of the time yeah i guess yeah notepad plus plus i use it well these are just like, work stuff i guess but mm. I think the last thing i bought was mrc stats oh yeah analyze my log files oh cool and make fancy graphs. Awesome. Is that cool then? Does it make web pages? Yeah, it makes HTML files so you can just upload them to a server and have real stats with pointless stat tracking for everyone. And like, here's the last 10 lines that you said and here's how many oh, words man. you speak on average per day. Hmm. Whoa, that it's not was... so cool any longer now because now RC's well quiet. So it's always irrelevant. Oh, what happened? Well, you know, things happened. People split and moved on. But oh. During the heyday of that IRC channel, when there was millions of lines, and I was the highest typing person. <laughs> you typed the most. Yeah, it was weird <laughs> to no, no, think no. that I was the most ridiculously typing person back in that time. That is a bit weird because you don't generally type ever. Say much. <laughs> yeah, it's because I got it all out of my system. It was like there was like a couple of years where I was saying everything, and then it's done. <laughs> right now, <laughs> I've said everything. Your work on this earth is done. But so, so now you're holding it back, and then a, a couple of years, maybe there'll be another purge. Yeah, exactly. The only thing I talk about now is Eve, because uh, there's yes. nowhere else I can talk about Eve. That's your crew. Up from here, where we're like, what? Yeah. yeah. There's, at least, there's at least like one or two people in see who still know what I'm talking about. <laughs> IRC is more social than Facebook. Yeah. Exist, it's a pre-web technology, isn't it? It's still more awesome than like for like keeping up for talking to people or keeping up relationships. I, I never really got into it, but I, yeah, I know several people do. And they just stick with it religiously. So it's, yeah, strange. Have they shut down MSN now? Is it actually shut down? I guess because I could. I when... you, dropped, you dropped off my Skype, as in you're no longer in my list anymore. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, because it should still be in there. Because, like, whenever I go to my Hotmail, it automatically logs me into whatever web messaging they have built into that. You mean Outlook.com? Yeah. Do you hear the story the other day that the, the NSA were in a panic because that was encrypted when it first launched, that, that messaging? They're like, shit, we can't access this. And Microsoft were like, don't worry, we'll, don't worry, we'll build you a backdoor, quick. <laughs> so now it's now they can read it. But yeah, I should... Fuck you! It's like I should still be on that list whenever I go onto my email. 
but then you know, I it just at one and there was I think I probably already said it on the podcast, but there was lost like one day where it decided not to let me log into MSN any longer, and I was like, well, I guess it's done now. Then it's done. That's the end. <laughs> Google Reader shut down. Boo. Although I've been using the old reader and it's pretty good, so I'm not as annoyed as I could have been. But the trouble with that, that is, I mean, I, I always thought that because it's Google, it's it's reliable and it won't go away. Whereas with the old reader, it's like some random people mm. or whatever. But like, in fact, no, because Google just shuts stuff down out of wait, nowhere. Wait, what else did they say? They, were, they announced Bastards. something else that they were killing. Yeah. Uh, in the last couple of weeks. I can't remember what it was. It's one of the more well-known ones in a way. Um, yeah, they're always... Shit, I can't remember that. Something down. else is dying. Yeah. yeah. Check something out. Oh, they Do you see all this Google code or something? So you can't download off it or something because oh, everyone know. uses GitHub, which I guess makes sense. Yes, yeah. Uh, or Codeplex, but there's <laughs> not that many people. Use I guess it's a, a lot of good stuff ends up on yeah, Codeplex. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. A lot of good stuff ends up there. Yeah. But um, you see what the Google? Oh, the thing that got us got me confused for a while um, this week was when how Google are now trying to ham-fist Google Plus into YouTube. Oh, God, yeah. And it's it's really it's a really awkward implementation. Well, it's not really just YouTube and Google Plus. It's more like they're trying to consolidate all your different Google logins into one thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, but it's a bit ham-fisted because you log into YouTube now and it goes, hey, who are you? Do you want to use your YouTube account or your yeah. Google Plus account? And it's like, I don't, I don't care. The number of times it asks me, do you want to use your real name? It's like, oh, just that's go, so annoying. Go away, you fuckers. Why doesn't it just remember that I said no? Yeah, I said no. I don't, don't want to use my real name on here. I, I specifically don't like the salad casts. <laughs> it's like that's the whole reason. For, it's like, who has a personal YouTube channel? I mean, come on. <laughs> Well, yeah. Some people do, but well, some like people who have become like a personality on YouTube certainly, but not, and then like, and then, then random then. people who just take stupid videos uh, of like the street. Well, you know, families <laughs> and people would, would, may want them to you know share share amongst their relatives and stuff, and they might as well do it on YouTube, I guess. It's, yeah, but it's yeah. not like a thing. But yeah, just like the saladcast one. It's not like everyone wants to be like that. The whole idea of having a YouTube channel is to have a overarching like brand almost yes, yeah. for your video content. Well, the Happy Sound channel kept asking if I wanted it, if I wanted it to be called Robert Kemp, but it's like no, no, no I don't. Really <laughs> not. Clearly not. It's just, just stop asking me. And it yeah. has it has now stopped asking me, but now it keeps asking. Do you want to make a Google? It, it forced me at one point to make a Google Plus account for the salad cast. for the Saladcast or you know, the email address I use for the the YouTube channel for that. So now we have a have a Google Plus account and a YouTube account, but the two still aren't linked properly. So it asks you every time you log in. It's like, do you want to use it as this? It's like, I don't fucking know. Which one Which one should I use for YouTube and which one should I not? Aren't they the same? It's, re- it's really it's really shitly done. Yeah. Which let us have a hilarious oh, few hours some, of being uh, kind of confused. I, where, where the, I, it was like, the propagation of names on that service is pretty bad and slow. I got I got what the username was wrong because it had been showing me Happy Salad for a while. And, it, and to like, me, oh, it had always been the salad cast. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I oh, YouTube channel is the Soundcast. I always search for the Soundcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On YouTube, and he was right. Not. He, he was right, but to me, things are being shown as Happy Salad because that was the profile name. Ah, so it's like bits oh, of YouTube were showing different things to to me. I think to what other people were saying, and then when we changed the capitalization that I'd messed up in place, it took ages for the rest of the page to actually catch up yeah. and show the right figures and stuff. It's like it must have been some bits would work, and then other bits would be different, and it just 
yeah, it was really weird. And, and that must be like propagation within Google's server network, but it was just so haphazard. And now we have the ever hilarious YouTube issue of like when it, or at the end of every video when we say what the YouTube channel is, it's now wrong. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I've probably been getting that wrong for months. Except it's not because it's still the URL is still. The, yeah, the URL is the salad cast, but the channel's now Happy Salad. I, I, that's my fault. I got no, it wrong, no, I got no, it wrong at the start. The problem was is that there's. There is someone else called the Salad Cast and other people called Happy Salad, so we're called the Salad Cast (laughs) for a reason. Fair enough. Yeah, it's one of those shit, oh, we had to make something work. But then again, the number of times we failed to actually do a proper outro on any of our content and just say, look for Happy Salad on Salad Cast, you'll find it. (laughs) Well, yeah, the the, the outro card has the web address, (laughs) so it's just like, just, just look at that. Yeah, that's good enough, isn't it? Yeah. I guess we could put a link in, in like a have a boilerplate for the description with a hyperlink. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. Or make, probably, blank, probably do that. or make a blank frame and put some annotations up on there. No, none <laughs> of that oh, shit. I'm I hate not a big shit. fan of that. At least you can make them green. The worst thing is when you find them at the end of the video, like that have got sections with like little videos. Oh, look, I got this, this one. And and there's, there's nothing there at all. <laughs> no <laughs> annotation, no link or anything anchored. Yep. I don't know. And also they're annoying because like you, the, 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 um, the bar of time bar no longer tells you how long until the end of the video because there's an extra like minute of like nothing at the end. Oh, I guess, yeah. Which I don't know why that annoys me, but anything like no, that. No, I, I do find that irritating as well. It's like, shouldn't you, but if you want to find more, just go to the channel, well, right? You, wouldn't it be smarter to, if you were, if you wanted to solve that problem and you were making a video on YouTube, you could just put a pause in, use the annotation pause. Yeah, but sometimes they have... Um, the next video playing in the little yeah, yeah, yeah. box. Yeah, but I mean, that's not important. Oh, no, no, no but they, they normally do that with the previous one, so they're not necessarily next. And oh, if, they, yeah, if yeah, there yeah. is a next, they'll have had to have re-encoded the video and yeah. or had the series ready, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's... Yeah. But anyway. Most of them do it as a previous. So you can backtrack. And now Google, I don't know if this has always been, but or, or for a, a while. But I mean, now Google have decided that RSS is dead. That the, the YouTube RSS feeds for like a channel, or whatever, are really good. Then they work really well. But now there is no link to them on the page anywhere. Oh shit! <laughs> because they want you to click subscribe and have it on your YouTube homepage and all that yeah. bullshit. So you have to like find the URL or have a little like browser extension that it's, gives you. It a all sounds thing. like Google wanting to keep everything in house. You know, perhaps yeah. being a little too aggressive about it. And it's, they're all it, doing it. it. Yeah, I know. And it's all gardens like way tri- coming back. Uh, yeah, it trips everyone up though. Always, there's always a point where everyone just has enough of it, and some some guy just goes, "Yeah, we're really open," and takes over. Because that was Google at one point. Exactly, yeah. Google are now evil. That's a bit sweeping. Yeah, maybe. They're, 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 they're tending. Yeah, it depends. I, I think they're, yeah. Their search division is still pretty... Oh, yeah, don't they don't wrong. They don't, like, rem, you know, remove pirate websites and stuff just because. No. You know, unless they're court-ordered or whatever. Well, yeah, they're you like, do get those copyright infringement removals sometimes. Yeah, but, but that's, like court-ordered stuff yeah. that they have to comply with. But they don't. They won't, like, go around searching for and removing stuff from... What yeah, they're, they're not for. being nanny state, exactly. which is fine. Yeah. As long as they don't start doing that, yeah. then we're okay. And their search results are still the best. That's <laughs> not what nanny state means. <laughs> kind of is. It kind of is, isn't it? Yeah, it's like someone they're not a state, you but... to... <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. It's, it's someone thinking they know better than you, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I think that's fair enough. What's your what's your challenge? I don't understand your challenge. What challenge? Nanny to the use, challenge. Of the use of nanny state. What, what's 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 your view? What does it mean? I mean, it's a bit. 
vague because it's not a statement. I think, uh, I I think that when you say daddy state, it's more like telling you what to do because you're incapable of doing it rather than just because they think it's the right it's idea. telling you what's best for you. Yeah. It? Well, that, that might, yeah, I agree. It might be their opinion that they think we're incapable <laughs> of doing it. Whether or not we are or not is irrelevant, I guess. Maybe. To that description. Anyway, I can't anyway, think of any more big news. Video games. I've got there big was news. A, oh, there yeah. was another bit I thought of as well. Go ahead. The mine was less, much less big. Yeah. There was a, and also this is partly in games we played, but there was a new patch for Team Fortress 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, I heard about this. They fixed everything. They fixed a whole ton of shit. Basically, they went through all the maps and just like... Fixed all the exploits. Well, fixed exploits and other miscellaneous annoying... The, the sort of like... Indicative one of that was where it's like there was just a patch note where on two foot it's like fix the clipping on the wagon wheel. <laughs> it's like uh, that fucking wagon wheel. <laughs> Jesus. But the much less cool part of that huge patch was they got rid of the set bonuses for the old podcast. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I mean that is probably fair. I it's, see why. It's dumb and annoying. Those set bonuses were actually sort of cool and in, like interesting in different ways. Some of them were less relevant. It's like the scout one doesn't matter. The pirate one doesn't matter. The spy one was hella annoying, but I haven't actually seen people use that no, very much that lately. And then there's the sniper one, which was... That's the one that I think was important, because the immunity to headshots so thing... powered, really. Not really. It's like the immunity to headshot things was dumb, and you had to use this ridiculous set where it was like... Yeah. You had a knife that gave you a crit bonus on Jurati people, but it didn't come with the Jurati, yeah. <laughs> which was ridiculous. But their argument for that was like you don't. You, there's no way of telling by looking at someone that doesn't have the knife out if they've got the set on, the and therefore set. they're because they're wearing a giant crocodile hat. <laughs> yeah, but if they didn't have the knife, then they would be still be, uh, you know, vulnerable to headshots. Yeah. So I mean, whatever. I mean, maybe make it make, just add an effect or something. I mean, come on. There's other ways to fix it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like well, the, the problem with the set bonuses is they were just every every other item in the game has tried to be balanced. And yet the set bonus is just a straight upgrade. Not really. It's like, no, because the whole point of... Well, you're granting immunity headshots to other items, on, on top of other items which are already balanced. Yeah, but they aren't, they, they would... It's like, I don't think the in the gun giving you the complete inability to get headshots, I'd say that's the balance to being immune to headshots. Because <laughs> it's a complete, makes it a completely different thing. But does that only give you that disability if you have the set? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No, you no, you only got the... That's not just no. You oh, no. got the advantage. Yeah, that's why. You get the advantage. Or the set bonuses were always advantageous, with no downside apart from the fact that you couldn't mix and match your. You had to use. Yeah, the set. you had to use yeah. the whole thing. So if you, if there was disadvantages that you didn't want, you couldn't avoid them. Yeah, but basically, still, the only way that works is if they introduced items that were downgrades, unless you were using the set. But they could have just rebalanced it. I mean, they. I don't. I really don't care. I think that the well, the, head, the anti-headshot thing. The only reason I think that's that was an important one that they should have kept somehow, right. even if it was like completely resetting it and just like making that attached to the gun only, and then I making thought that's the gun. What they did. Well, no, they didn't. They got rid of the set bonuses and entirely respect all the other weapons, but made them different. So they're wow. not. They don't still make the same effect as the sets used to. Okay. So, but the only reason I think that anti-headshot one was important because there's no there's no way to counter a really good sniper on the enemy team unless you are a really good sniper, and that and the immunity to headshots was the counter because then you get 
you get one free shot from them because they can instantly see you as some snipers tend to do. But, but, that, would, but that would only work once, presumably, per map, surely, because then it's like, oh, it's that guy, I can't shoot Well, yeah, I mean, it gives you, it makes them have to think harder. Maybe. They don't, can't just automatically see your head and shoot it. They have to look at you and realise that you're that guy who survived the headshot before, so they should body shot you instead. Well, then they need to put that bonus on one item, yeah. then, obviously. I think they should bring that, the anti-headshot back. If hats had stats. <laughs> well, then perhaps the quote hat should have it, but but yeah, well, can't they just respect the gun so that so that uh, you can't get hit, but it can't deal headshots? Yeah, I mean, and it could be other... it could be attached to whatever yeah. part of that it. Kind of make, it might make sense to actually put it on the um, uh, was it the P gun? Yeah, because you know that that that's not you, you you lose some of the headshot stuff on that gun anyway, don't you? Yeah, you, you can't do headshots. Yeah, but that's the only one that I cared about. And no, I mean, the spy one was, that was okay only because of the way that set worked in total. Because it crippled your ability to, you couldn't choose to disguise yourself. So <laughs> that was like the balance between ha- for having the ridiculously quiet decloak. What, the, your eternal reward, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Which people still use, actually. That knife still gets used quite a lot. But Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I have the. I've just seen all spicicle now. Yeah, pretty much everyone <laughs> always uses spicicle. I saw they nerfed the dead ringer, right? Uh, have they? Yeah, sort yeah. of. They like they just sort of made it neutral, really. It's just like they got rid of the bonuses for. Oh, you could still get dealt damage while you're. Yeah, you don't get like right? the damage res. No, no, you do still get the damage resistance, but it drains your cloak faster if you're taking damage. Ah, so you get less time. Yeah. Because that was always annoying when you hit a dead ring of spy, and you can feel them like you're bumping them, like you're shooting them, and it's like, but they've got 90% damage resistance while they're dead ringers. Yeah. You're just pounding them, and then eventually they decloak. It just, like, reduces that whole sequence of events in terms of time, I guess. Yeah. And also, maybe that's also a balance for the spicicle as well, because of the, because of the fire immunity, where you'd hit a dead ring of spy, but because of the spicicle, they'd be fire immune, so you can set them on fire while they were running away, but you'd still be hitting them, because you'd be able to tell. <laughs> then it would drain their cloak super fast, so they won't be able to use it like that any longer, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of sucked, but it was also kind of good. I haven't played any, either of the new maps yet, either. They nerfed the Liberty Launcher is the one that annoyed me most, I think. Oh, did they? It's got a damage. Well, that, it's got a damage. It was effect. so overpowered. I never got a chance to use that damn thing. That seemed <laughs> well, like the, the perfect The gun. lack of the extra rocket did was a problem because, you know, uh, they, what they've done is, that, well, they give, they've given it four rockets again. Oh, so okay. So they've increased the clip, but you have a 25% damage reduction for the projectile and, and the for extra projectile speed. speed. So it's like it's making me go back to the original rocket gun launcher. or the black box or... Um, well, I hadn't realised for years is apparently like the uh, splash damage or whatever or the is related to how far you are from the guy yeah, rather like, than how far like, well, it's, far oh no no the, yeah there's damage, damage drop off in general yeah. yeah there's damage yeah stuff happening right in your face does a lot more damage than stuff happening at a distance in general it's crazy if you're a soldier because you play the shit out of somebody who's standing right next to you yeah like, it's, it's, well it's 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 a clever idea in well, a way it's a it's, 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 really well and it tries to force the game into its close combat anyway because you know there's no real accurate machine guns are there no, which which no. always causes long range fights like rockets are but rockets will go directly to the middle of your reticle yeah regardless of range and that's pretty I, much I the think only it's pretty thing clever, it does. Actually, it does it does work, and it makes TF2 the the fun yeah. 
frantic fights that they are. Yeah. Because you can't really camp and hit people from afar unless you're a sniper. Yeah. It's it's going to make me think to not bother taking pot shots then, I guess, as a, as a soldier and always go for me. Oh, you damage. still do that anyway. Just fire them on anyway. They're still doing damage. I guess. It's like, like I always do through my stupid scout shotgun where I'm doing like free damage from yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah. whatever. I mean, just always take the so shot. Hit them. Always, always take the shot. Yeah. Although that's also like, also if you're, if you're trying to run past slices, you've got to do that anyway. Mm. As long as one tiny free damage piece of flat hits them, it will jerk their aim, make you slightly harder to hit. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, so that happened. When was the last Valve map? Uh, a while ago. It was Barn Blitz. Well, was that Valve? I'm not sure it was, no. Are these ones Valve? I'm not even sure they are. They're community as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. All all the new items are community as well. Well, yeah, I mean, items at this point are probably all going to be... Yeah. Things that have come up through the workshop have been uprated. That's cool. But, But I think... Yeah, if they if they're not like if all the items are coming from the community, it'd be nice to have them do another what, game. A map. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. What what are they really working on? Well, no, yeah. no one knows. I mean, uh, you know, you can do what you like at Valve, apparently. Yeah, I so guess. If you love Tier Two, you probably sit there and work on Tier Two all day. If that's yeah. what you want to do. No one's going to stop you. On the balance team, maybe that's probably what they've been doing for a while. They have to make the weapon stats still, presumably. Yeah. Test them out. Run the beta servers. Pay attention. Oh, yeah, and that was the other... One One more of these items that got nerfed, maybe unnecessarily hard, I thought, was the like, the stupid soldier pickaxe that makes you... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like the one that makes you fast when you've got l- low health. They also added it so, added so when you have it out, you get hit by mini crit damage. And that's just like... You're already on no health, and you pull something out, and then you just get shot. How does that make it more balanced? Well, I think it's to try and make it, because both that and the equaliser are straight upgrades from the shovel. Well, that's why they separated them, though. Yeah, but they're still straight upgrades. Yeah, but everything's a straight upgrade from the shovel. Any soldier melee weapon that has a different stat is a straight upgrade from a thing that has no stats. Market Gardener has a different stat doesn't it it's less damage except when rocket jumping yeah and that's really difficult to use but some yeah. people can can do it got fucking hit by a sticky jumping demo man the other day just landed on my face and used the other pool caver to well they always do like, that it's the classic <laughs> it's the classic maneuver use the sticky jumper so you don't even take the jump damage and then you typically survive after using the caver yeah it's a, it's a good old plan there's that classic video of like Someone they where a demo man is playing. It's an arena nucleus, so he sticky jumps across the entire map to the other swarm door because nucleus is tiny. Mm. Hits them with the caver, which gets him first blood, and then just fires critical grenades. Yeah. <laughs> just kills the entire team. Nice. Like, yep, I guess that's how you do that. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that'd only work on arena though. Well, yeah, because of the first blood focus. It'd probably still work pretty good even on non arena nucleus, just because that that's way too small. What King of the Hill nucleus? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, TF two. Yep, we played some more of that a little bit. Yeah, cool. just a little bit. Uh, the other the news, the big news that you guys won't care about. 
uh, <laughs> that the internet went a bit crazy for was Grand Theft Auto Five gameplay trailer this uh, week. Yeah, no, I, did, I, I, I yeah. didn't see that that happened. I didn't watch the trailer. Did you watch it? I think I watched it, assuming it was that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and now <laughs> it didn't look much like gameplay to me. How do you mean? <laughs> well, it was like sometimes they were shooting at dudes and uh, it's just like the trouble with Grand Theft Auto is like most of the time you're just walking around <laughs> that could just be any or driving around <laughs> yeah or driving yeah, around there wasn't too much driving shots because it's like you kind of know what there's going to be yeah. there was like one thing where you kind of swerved around I think it was that using that nuts. guy's ability <laughs> to like because one of them's got a, yeah, the driving, a, a driving ability yeah um, but uh yeah, everyone wants to know what's in the shed on top of the mountain. That seems to be the main takeaway from that video. It's like, what's in the shed? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, it, they, yeah, it showed a bit of uh, the gunplay, and it basically does look like Max Payne 3. Okay. Uh, with the weapon wheel from, well, Max Payne 3, I guess, but like um, Red Dead style mm. uh, weapon wheel. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, looked, yeah, as expected. I mean, I it's think the standard now. I think for games of that type, you know, Saints Row does it as well. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, that she the it was narrated uh, by a lady, <laughs> and uh, had she uh, talking as the developers were saying that there's been a focus on mechanics this time around or whatever. Mm. So the, the driving and shooting, they were trying to get get everything is fun. That's what she said, right? <laughs> as the guy was like paradiving oh, did, they, did they take a off hint the mountain. how the Titanfall people did their presentation? It's really fun. It's really fun. It's really, really fun. She did say it was fun, uh, but she was doing it in a kind of very uh, voiceover-y yeah. style. It's yeah. really fun. In Grand Theft Auto Five, you will, and all this stuff. And and then... You will shoot dudes in the face. In the face. And then there was a scene of like Trevor like... Is it, is it Trevor? Yeah, like uh, trying to get a human hand down a toilet or something. Yep. <laughs> Which is, and then you see Franklin like, just like walking out of a medical marijuana store or whatever with his dog. Stuff. Yeah, all kinds of ridiculousness. And it looks, yeah, looks funny. And um, and multiplayer. And they at the end they were like, "Woo, multiplayer!" It's like I don't really, I didn't really <laughs> play GTA about... for the multiplayer except to dust around and make vid- glitch videos. Well, yeah. it, it had like twenty players or something. Yeah. Like, and one of them in a jet fly past the, which looked quite funny. But uh, it's called Grand Theft Auto Online. Anyway, um, uh, there was some extra news that so some of this stuff I'd actually seen before. Like they showed the um, switching characters, like where it like zooms out and moves across the map and, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. goes into whatever that guy is doing at the time. Yeah. Uh, so that looked pre- pretty much as I'd seen described in the uh, previews. Uh, that seems to work fine. I still don't know how. I mean, they jumped into the crazy guy. Um, Trevor, and he had a five-star wanted level, I think. Now, that could be awkward. Oh, that could be a shame. Yeah. It's like, you know what, I'm, ju- I'm just going to leave him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to go do something else. Exactly, yeah. I'm not sure how often that will happen. Because, like, the guy, the, um, uh, Michael was, like, coming back from a bike ride with his kid or something, mm. and then switched to Trevor, and he was, like, in the middle of a massive police chase or something. <laughs> so it was pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. So they showed that stuff. Uh, I'd he- I've heard that how it works on 360 is you have like a mandatory eight gig install or something, which is right. quite, uh, at which point so it comes on two discs. Mm. At which point you only ever need to use one disc from then on, including from yeah, sensible, side. sensible. So but I don't um, have that kind of space. Yeah, so that's how uh, that's how they've solved that. I guess I think it has a mandatory install on PS3. As oh well. yeah, that'll be it. That's 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 the goes without saying. Yeah. Uh, Pretty spread. much most PS3 games install something. But of course, that's only one disc because it's Blu-ray. Mm. Uh, but uh, that's how they've solved that issue. 
which is fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a bugger because you know Xbox hard drives aren't big. Yeah, I mean you could probably stick it on a flash disk. Yeah, you, um, don't, you don't almost have to have your GTA-specific flash drive to get that to That's probably okay, yeah. Because they only support up to, what, 16 gig flash drives? So oh, really? So yeah. you just get one of those, I guess. Uh, why is that, then? Do they not go... To try and sell your hard drives? Oh, I see. <laughs> Bastards. Anyway, an 8 gig, the 16 gig flash drive. Be worth it. Yeah, I think they, yeah, I think they, kept, they kept that restriction even when they... Made the new SKUs where you can't even swap out the hard drive. Bastard. Anyway, oh, and it's so, and they showed a bit of the. I'm worried that I'm hoping they don't over rely on it. I don't think they can because I think they're going to be very complex to design. But the missions where all three characters are involved, yeah, um, they showed a bit of that and flicking between the characters and like providing one of them's flying the helicopter, one of them's like rappelling down the side of a building and smashing in, and the other guy's the like sniper on support on the other mm. side. And it did look quite slick. They're like flicking between and like but they could have just edited that to make it look slick when in fact it's like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, yeah. I need to get the beat on this guy. Or alternatively mission failed. Or alternatively maybe it's just even scripted that could like I think you have them. control over when to change because well, I had a little interface with the D-pad, but but, but that could I, be the fake interface. Mm, I don't know, but they probably would do that much of a fake. Yeah, I see your point. That could be a real confusing thing to maintain. Well, yeah. On the other hand, that guy did literally say pretty much he his what he says is pretty much go to the sniper now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't really mind that. I mean, that's you could just ignore him, I guess, and just keep shooting and see if you but can you do it without the sniper. Hope, or hope the AI just does it for you. Yeah, um, but uh, I think you definitely have control over. But I, I, I expect that these missions will be like anchor points in the story, and they'll only be like maybe five of them or something. Probably. Uh, um, I don't reckon there'll be many. I kind of like the GTA Four. Um, uh, heist mission where you had to build up to it through a bunch of missions, getting to know yeah. the guys and stuff, and then you did the big heist. Um, so I expect there'll be a few of those. Yeah, seems likely. But and uh, what else? They showed, they showed like everyone's excited because you can change clothes in a shop instantly and not have to wait for it to like load and stuff. It's <laughs> like this is awesome. I'm just, what like, wonderful! Oh, God, don't, great! Don't, yeah, don't brilliant! Care. Yeah, awesome! Yeah, but I mean, at least that annoyances are being removed, so that's cool. And, uh, and it has tennis, doesn't it? Like full blown golf. And well, tennis. I'm sure they just, like they probably just ported Rockstar in. Yeah, ping pong, Rockstar ping pong, but full blown yeah. tennis or whatever. So yeah, that's pretty hilarious. And it's got hunting and stuff like well, that's like Red Dead, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you already have guns. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but I don't... it's got jets. I'm not sure I want the side stuff in GTA. I like I side don't... stuff in GTA. <sighs> That's the whole thing, is it? Well, I, like side stuff. I like side stuff in GTA in theory. Yeah, in theory. But there's like, too if much it's good. But it was all crap. And if it's not forced on you. Yeah, that's the key thing I think they've learned, is not to not to have people ring you up saying, Hey, cousin, I want to go falling! That's so all. annoying. Yeah, so they're not doing that. I mean, that's like the joke, isn't it, now, that they're definitely not doing that. Because um, they, they, they had very little side stuff, really, in Red Dead, when you think about it. It's like they well, had, it was quite a bit, but it was all optional, like... Like there's there are a lot of but things, there was, but there was, most of it was side missions, and it's like you know, things <laughs> where you actually go and do something like yeah. in the world that wasn't too detached from what you'd end up going. Going sure, there were a couple of those gambling games, and it's like uh, well, yeah, they, yeah. well, they're pretty simple. 
Yeah, sure. Why not? You sure. don't really have to. You don't have to spend any time on them. No. Um, I quite enjoyed the poker one though because it was actual. But you know, I'm not sure I count the gathering and the, to a lesser extent, the hunting really because they are just gathering tasks. Oh no, it's no, like, no! Yeah. I don't think they'll have that. Like, get a hundred pelts or whatever, like they did in Red Dead. Mm. That that won't be in Grand Theft Auto. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, I know what you mean. So like, you know, they're, they're very, they're very minor in terms of the scope of the game. Whereas in GTA Four, a lot of the side stuff there was as much shit side stuff as there was game. And it's... Oh, I don't know about that. But. Yeah, I don't know. It felt like I was always being dragged into doing something of the, one of these crappy little tasks that's just not well implemented and not fun, like, as much as I was good doing a mission. Yeah. And it's like... At least, I didn't play very far into the game, like, really, but... Yeah. But, you know, there was just so much of it, and it's like, hey, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this. I don't I really don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. They're no no girlfriends apparently. Good. They removed that because that sucked. <laughs> it was quite hilarious. I don't know. In the with, I never did it, but um, I know people had fun with the uh, online dating thing in uh, GTA Four because you could you could go on and have more dates other than the ones in the story, mm. and uh, by going on the online dating site and stuff. But then it just meant you. Yeah. The only thing that was interesting about those was the conversations. But then you're having to do something really tedious to in get, order to oh, have yeah. those. Yeah, I never. That was really like my favorite mechanic as well. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. I hated that. Uh, oh, uh, you can now trade on the stock market. Right. Something in game. Right. <laughs> and so buy property and stuff and invest in property. So that's back buying property, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That, that, that one I can deal with. Yeah, so that could be quite fun. Especially if they all act as like safe houses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they will, I'm Cause, sure. Because that, that's fine. That's yeah. actually giving you a clear benefit to doing something. Yeah, you can buy, yeah. But she went into going, you you can buy cars and things. and, and Customizable. Uh, custo- yeah, customizable cars as well as customizable clothes and tattoos and shit. But you can do full. Uh, I suppose. Again, I never really care too much for that, I guess. Well, it only matters if, like. They're persistent or something. Yeah, or, or if, like, cars are slightly up. less explosive or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to be able to. Yeah, what if you customised it and then immediately drove it into a lake? Yeah. It's like, well, that was a waste of time and money. Insurance fraud, go. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing is to just to get. The, you always get little dings or whatever, and as soon as you get the tiniest ding, you're like, oh, this car is ruined. Yeah. Okay, next one. Still not. But, like, you just need to get like a minor damage to be like repaired for free every time you use it or something or somehow Perhaps, yeah, yeah. that have to like drive to a, a spray shop, shop or, or something stick it in your garage and, get, l- and l- drive l- it back l- out l- let the door close magically yeah. yeah you need something else to because that is annoying <laughs> no matter how they do it's still going to be magically though yeah well Sometimes unless you just like just like instead of having like a gardener employee in your safe <laughs> yeah, house, you like have a, a, like a repair dude, mechanic dude, yeah. who just stands in your garage and is like, "Oh, you're bringing this fucked up car. Two minutes and it we fixed." That'd be <laughs> cool. mysteriously. I'd hire that dude. That'd be awesome. People like I can actually spend my cash. Except that... probably not. Yeah, because it would just be the same as every other game where you make money and you always have too much. Unless you spend Maybe. all the stock market, I guess. Yeah, you can just yeah. make infinite money. <laughs> you can make tons of money for no reason, and then you can buy like if you really want big on the ball sack index, as they call it. <laughs> yeah. You could uh, buy like every every 
exotic car possible. Have like a massive garage. Well, yeah. yeah. Or something. if they allow you. Yeah. Always, you're always yeah. going to run yeah. out of things to buy in that kind of game. Yeah, it's true. Even regardless, regardless of how much effort you're putting into making money. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's got submarines and like scuba diving for some reason. Well, scuba diving makes sense. Yeah. Because of the, the, like, that's sort of the thing about all Jet these skis. new games, like, even, like, there's the Call of Duty scuba diving, and then there's Battlefield with its jet skis and boats. It's just like, water has been underexploited because water is so goddamn hard to deal with in video games in general. Yeah. Just the and whole now, idea of having, like, a completely different set of physics to work with, mm-hmm. and, like, rendering water. Fish move out of the way. Yeah, yeah, it's got, GTA Five has fish that move out of the way. It's <laughs> oh my god, next gen! And it's got dogs, which is a first for uh, Grand Theft Auto. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and it does have dogs. Like, you have a dog, I think. I think one of the characters has a dog. Um, that and seems it, weird that there wouldn't have been dogs before. You'd think they'd be I attacked they dogs, been, wouldn't they? I think they might have been in cutscenes, perhaps yeah. in San Andreas, but not actually in the world. That's interesting that there are dogs because there's no children in Grand Theft Auto, so you'd think for the same reason you no, wouldn't I mean, want to run that, over dogs. And well, that, that, dogs that's and probably a, a very ethical decision, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there'll be if there's. You're going to be able to. Yeah, is that is that, that going to be a bad thing? If, yeah, does it have this have the same problem if you put like cats and stuff in the world that you can just run over? I suppose <laughs> if you have hunting, you need animals. Yeah, so exactly. Birds and shit that you can shoot. Flying people. I guess you already shot a lot of pigeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. But then again, pigeons are a different thing. Yeah. Flying people, model swapping. So yeah. I have to wait and see, obviously, but I'm stoked for, as they say. I'm, I'm, I'm willing 5. to be swayed, but past history of my enjoyment of those games still stands. So, um, so that's the news. <laughs> that's two thirds of this podcast. Well, way too much news again. What have you been playing, Zag? <laughs> no, you have to start with Rob this week. That's what we said. Did we? Why? Yeah, because squeezed, I talked the whole time the last time. Yeah, it was the Zag. Oh, show. right. Okay. That's no good. I honestly can't remember what I was going to talk about last week, so I'm only going well, to talk about... Well, you mentioned Dust at the end of last time. Yeah, I, I, both Zach and, and I... And you mentioned Little Inferno, but I don't think there's much more to say about that. No, really. no, we can, we, can, we can skip that. What have you um, been playing last? Couple so, weeks? Zach and I both finished Dust. So, Zach started and finished it in the last two weeks while yep. I've been playing it, because, you know, he does that. It's not a very um, long game, really. It's pretty long. It's like... 15 hours. Yeah, but it's not as long as I thought it would have been, really. For an X-Blur game, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's why I realised it was that short. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, this makes more sense when you're thinking about it as being a console Yeah, first. it's not a full full release, is it? It's like, that's actually, that's not bad. And also... It's longer than I was expecting. Yeah. And being made by one guy, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, regardless of that, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy that game. It's... Surprising, actually, how much I think I really like that. Given that it does have, now that we've seen the whole thing through, it does have a couple of kind of weird flaws. Yeah. Um, stand by all the stuff I said before, and that it's beautiful, it's fun, it's I, I like the, um, I like most of the art. Not so keen on the characters, uh, character designs, but I like the characters for mm-hmm. the most part, um, uh, and the voice acting is pretty cre- pretty great. In places um, where where I think the game fails slightly is that it introduces a lot, like pretty much all of the combat mechanics right at the start. Literally all of them. You don't ever yeah. unlock new moves. No, for and combat I think that's, really. I think that's a bit of a shame because your tactics for most 
encounters are the same throughout yeah. the entire game. Well, it's because there's no... It's also like, not only do they not introduce any new moves, they don't really introduce any new enemy types that do things differently, apart from ones that have a shield. Yeah, a couple of big ones. On <laughs> ones, ones where you ones have to parry. Can, ones that can block later on, and they, there's yeah, some invisible ones. <laughs> well, one that's... Very briefly. That's barely a mechanic. But yeah, the, the, the flying ones, I guess, are somewhat interesting. There's that one flying enemy that can cause you una- to be unable to use fidget. And <laughs> yeah, there's, there's that one enemy that actually just... The, the, the ice ladies that create that crystal in your hands, in their hands that can either silence fidget or hurt you. Yeah. Unless you damage them in time. But then that's like, you know, that's kind, of, that's kind of interesting if they're just off screen. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I've got, but to, I've got to bring them back. Where does that ever happen? Yeah. You just murder them. It's just like those, the flying enemies as well. It's just like you murder them before they even shoot them. Yeah, if yeah. you have any sense. Once you've realized what they do, then you're like, now I just have to kill them really quickly. Well, the enemy spawners in the graveyard, I suppose, are a bit different because you have to, you, you really have to damage them with charged fidget lightning. It's, well, yeah, but that's not really. You're not. Really, that's also not really anything that you're not already doing. I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's still, despite the fact that it is the same from the moment, as you still, there's still some quite a lot of enjoyment in doing that combat. Yeah. Um, even if it is a bit hard to see what the hell is going on sometimes, and sometimes I think the telegraphing of the moves, perhaps when there's so many enemies around you and you, the the attacks you're doing create such crazy effects. That sometimes it can be a bit really hard to see if someone's attacking you. Well, yeah, and the, but- and the enemies are sometimes a bit, a bit too smart. I think like you'll be coming flying out of the sky from miles away, only to land just in the right place where someone has already managed to wind up and, and attack at just the right times. You land and get hit immediately, and really? it's like you know the, 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 when you, when you're doing that from. Off, landing from off screen, you know, and then there's a guy just going poke, and they're like, oh, "Fuck's sake!" There's nothing I could have done about that. It's just like you never just get, <laughs> really the whole idea of that combat is you just never give them a chance to do anything. Always yeah. have everything stunned. <laughs> yeah, get, 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 have everything on screen, sort of jiggling. juggled or bouncing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And some of the secrets, I, I like the secret stuff. You know the the friend mechanics are always quite quite nice. Yeah, but then that's just like the extra bonus stuff. That's not really part of the game, no. though, but it's handled really well. Um, it's like they could they should have done more of that, maybe, and if, and like put it into the main game, like yeah. the stupid thing where you, if you do the aerial dust storm, you can follow trails of enemies. That could have actually been a mechanic in the game at some point, rather yeah. than just being a one off thing. They could have they, they could have done that a little stronger. It did, does help you sometimes you can use that to get to places that you shouldn't be able to access yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, then again, that's, like, that's a problem more than a mechanic. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. It didn't really break the game. No. Um, it was only ever secret areas and you know chests and stuff. So it's, uh, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I The story for me had one fairly glaring. Well, I had a couple of flaws. One that some of the cutscenes, some of the speech is way too cheesy. Like even Gnome would comment, like watching they go, "Oh man, this is real cheesy." Well, it's had... going on for way too long. There, there was one major. Bit. There was some stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff where they repeat themselves a bit too often, and uh, uh, there was. I mean, you never really find out why. Okay, yeah, this is a potential spoiler alert, I guess. But you never really find out why Gaius is. performing the genocide of the Moonbloods. Well, if you want to talk about things, you never really find out. You never really find out. What, where the fuck this sword comes from and what Fidget has to do with it. No. <laughs> it's just like, hey, it's a sword. Hey, I'm the guardian of the sword. Let's go. 
that's about it. Yeah. Well, when you know, I, it sort of sets it up for there being perhaps a series of these. Yeah. Um, so maybe, so maybe we will find find out. Why, why would it not happen? I just don't think like after you put that much effort into doing one. It's it's almost like the Dwarf Fortress problem, where you're one guy making an entire game. I think once you're done, you don't want to make that game again. Well, maybe. <laughs> it took him three and a half years, apparently, to put that together. Like, which is in itself actually quite an impressive timescale. Yeah. Um, I wonder if... I, mean, I don't know. If he, if he loves that what he was doing enough in that world to put that much effort in, maybe, you know, there is... You'd carry on. Cause you, I don't know. I guess if you're making a sequel, perhaps you've already got a lot of assets you can reuse, so the second run is actually a bit easier. Maybe. You know, and they could go back and backtrack and perhaps tell the story of the old Elysian Age um, from which the yeah, sword well, comes that's, from. That's almost not... That's, like... That's almost not a sequel at that point. That might as well be a different game. Well, I mean, it, it could be that you know you tell it in the style you know, in the style that you need to know things, perhaps about the old age, in order to affect now. Don't you? It's like an ancient civilization. We have to unlock the secrets of the past to help the future. Hmm. One of those things. That's probably how you do it. Because you know, bring back past and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the classic ending to that game. Yeah, basically, it's like oh no, and then oh shit. Oh, what's this? <laughs> what's that? Nobody guessed that would happen. End. <laughs> and then cut. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. Really recommend. Um, the other problem that I found, which was sort of my own fault in a way, is like I started, I, the, the first time I started it up, I put it on tough difficulty. Because I was like, I can probably handle this. It can't be that fucking difficult. I wish I did. Yeah, that's honest, the problem. I, I played it for a normal, and it was harder at the start, and then got quite easy for the rest of it. Well, it's like, I put it on tough, and then I was like, well, this is this might as well be one hit kill, really. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm playing hardcore. And yeah, then that literally is one hit is, kill. It is like that, yeah. So, uh, so I thought, oh, well, that's that's actually quite tough, so maybe I'll just play it on normal and see how that goes. And then on normal, I was like, well, this is still quite severe but the, the thing is it's like it's only like that right at the start of the game and then you get quite powerful and then there was a point like in the middle where I where you just become super ultra powerful and yeah. it's just like from then on I never took virtually no damage ever yeah you level, you, once you've leveled up a few times you're stronger than most of the enemies in the first several areas because well, they don't because they don't level up for a while well yeah and then I mean the point where it really like where the the peak of where you reach the what seems like the peak of your regular power, and then you unlock a thing where it becomes ludicrous. As soon as you get the lightning, it's oh, just yeah, yeah. that is the most ridiculously overpowered. Because you, you start off with like your homing bolts, and those are pretty powerful. Then you get the fire thing, which is completely fucking useless, and you're like, oh damn, it's all right for a bit. It's all right for a bit, and it's then useful on certain enemies. But then once you get to the lightning, it's just because it stun locks everything for a yeah. really long time. Yeah. And you can combo it really easily. And, and yeah, and it, does, it raised your hit count by tons. Yeah, and it gives you a massive experience bonus because your experience is based on your hit hit count. Yeah. And because the lightning chain does a ton of tiny hits, you can, the numbers just go up. So yeah. it just makes you even more powerful. Yeah. So, yeah, play that on tough if you're going to. Stick it out through the first bit of the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for the moment. I'm, cut, I'm a few hours into hardcore mode now, and I'm just waiting to see whether, whether I'll reach the point where it becomes not hard anymore, but yeah. because, or if that point will come. Because at the moment, it's still pretty tough. Well, it's like when you're playing it again, you already. It's like from the start when I was playing through again on tough, it was just like. You sort of. 
at that point because you, you're better at understanding how it works as well. That was the other reason why it was like on on that first attempt of tough, I wasn't doing so well because I didn't I didn't know how the like the tricks of the combat. I didn't know to just like aerial dust on combo <laughs> into the air and juggle yeah. it. Yeah, you, you picked that up, don't you? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how um, I may stick with my second playthrough. I'm not sure. Well, I, it's just like this it's, achievement. It's, well, this is the thing. Yeah, I didn't get the tough or hardcore achievement. Yeah, they have a, it's the classic oh, I, mean, I, I missed a couple on my first playthrough. So it's, uh, well, one of which you can't get on your first Yeah, game. you, you have, have to play it twice. And it's, but not um, all of the game twice apart from no. unless you've missed the tough or hardcore one. Yeah. Uh, but but mainly because it's just, it is just an enjoyable thing. Yeah, it's a it's a pleasure to view and experience. A pleasure of a game. It's crazy shit. Yeah, cool. nice. Uh, Dust. Um, so what else have I been playing? Uh, I uh, on the indie front, I have played through both Dear Esther and Proteus because you know that they don't take long. No, they're okay. also not really games. Uh, no game games, basically. Um, experiences. Uh, I found Dear Esther. A little more touching, I think, than I thought I would. Okay. It's... I reckon a lot of people won't get it. Because mm. it is... Even the narration they tell is kind of abstract. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever spelt out directly to you. Um, it's... Yeah, it's a little awkward. They throw in biblical references. They play games with what they call characters that they're bringing up. It's never 100% clear as to whether the things that they're bringing up actually are related to what you're seeing in the world in some cases. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting. It is quite a pretty thing, you know, given that it's built on an old, uh, I think it's the Left 4 Dead 2 version of the Source Engine. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, the the level of foliage going on is pretty pretty cool. You know, it's not crisis level stuff, I suppose, but it's, uh, it's still quite nice looking. Um, I was trying to play it in 3D and forgot that there's quite a lot of water around an island and that the Source Engine doesn't do the water effects very well in 3D. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it was a bit better when I got in the caves, but um, not so great when you're wandering around the, the, the shoreline. Um, uh, I thought it was... It's, it's very interesting. You can finish it in about 45 minutes, um, which is about the same time as it takes to get through Proteus. Right. Um, uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. I'm not sure I'd really go back to it. I mean, I spent a bit of time after the story, like just reading wikis about what people thought it meant. Yeah, and you know, it is one of those games where it's like it's unclear what it means, but mm. um, or how some of the story elements actually come together. But it's interesting from an it is very interesting from a narrative point of view. I, I don't. I think it's just the right length for what it does because there is no game. You're just walking around. Yeah, and there's a path on which you should walk. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real secrets. There's no real uh, anything like that and there's yeah it's, it's interesting a lot of the, what you see in the world actually is not ever explicitly told that it's part of the story but there are some things that tie in if you if you know them or have someone tell you there's a few things that I just didn't recognise and it's like oh that's what it is ah right okay that makes a lot of sense mm. and it's uh, there's some biblical stuff going on as well and it's ah, it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um don't know how much it costs normally, but you know, I'm not sure how much of a price you can put on an experience of that length. It's hard to tell, but you know, don't know. Whatever they charge, I'm sure it's not too much. Yeah, exactly. The fact that it was in a 
in a in a humble bundle seems like the right place yeah. for something like that. I think same with Proteus, really. Um, it's a very similar experience. You're just walking around in a way. You're just walking around. An there island. is almost gameplay. In there is almost gameplay. There is a way to progress in that game. Wow. That you kind of have to figure out. Yeah. Um, you have to do things. It's not just a path. Yeah. It's not just a path that you have to play. But basically, it's a musical toy. Is how I would describe that game. I don't know about musical, really. Well, every, everything in the world has is is has play, sounds. plays sounds in a musical way. It's like it all ties together. It's like an ambient soundscape, the whole thing. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't call it music. It's, it's an ambient soundscape. That's not I really guess. music. Uh-huh. Music. It's not. Some, some people would argue that's music, but um, yeah, it's, it is interesting. Again, I, I was a bit disappointed that I couldn't play that in three D. I kind of wanted to try. <laughs> I'm sure that was it's like, it's a bit. It's a bit pixely for three D. Probably that'd be fine. It'd be fine. It would almost make it clearer, I think. Oh, well, yeah. There was a lot of things that were a bit ridiculously unclear at some points in that game. Well, yeah, it's because everything's so flat-coloured. Yeah. Um, it goes for a sort of very low-fi... Well, I bet you'd be but... fucked when you got to the, like, autumn and winter where there's all those low clouds. You wouldn't be able to do that in 3D. Why not? Because when you walk they're, they're... through them, it's like... <laughs> no, they're, but they, they part in front of you. Not... not They part very close in front of you, yeah, they, It would look fine. It would look fine. I'm sure. Uh, Not that you can see anything anyway, so yeah, yeah. I guess that was equally bad in 3D as normal. Yeah, it was kind of it was one of the, it's a, sort of an experience game that because you see things and like you know just like oh what's going to happen if I do that if I go here and then something happens and you're like oh, all right okay sometimes um, something happens sometimes yeah not, not all the time it's just like you have to you basically you, know, you have to sort of memorize the map where the major landmarks are on the island and then on each season just do a loop yeah <laughs> to hit all the landmarks. I found the ending a little weird. Yeah. The ending came out of nowhere, basically. Yeah. For a while, I thought I'd glitched the game. Yeah. And it's like, what, what the fuck? What's going on? Um, oh, no. Okay. That's that's supposed to happen. Right. Okay. It's because it looks like a glitch, and it takes a really long time to actually end. Yeah. <laughs> so it leaves you wondering, is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, sort of co- the computer guy in me sort of goes, I, what? <laughs> what? Is this supposed... I'm not it's like, this, nothing's of... happening. I yeah. must have fucked it up. Yeah. I must have yeah. missed the trigger. Well, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> That's the telltale sign of a real problem is nothing's happening, nothing's changing. Well, it's, it's something sort of is, but it's like... <laughs> Subtle. Yeah, and you're, it takes a while for you to notice that it's happening, and even once you've noticed it's happening, you're not sure if it's supposed to be happening. Yeah. So, so yeah, perhaps perhaps the ending is the is the bit that needs to work on that. But Especially because like the transition between the seasons and stuff, that's really obvious. Yeah, and it's really nicely done, actually. Yeah. I like I like the um, when the plants jiggle. <laughs> when the, the plants way, jiggle, you know, that's the only way to describe it, really. And then and the the sound accompaniment that goes with that is pretty cool. Which plants? Like everything. What, like, maybe like the tide walk. Well, kind of when you like when you're it would jiggle when when you're approaching the seasonal area. Yeah, and they, but they, it would do that sort of without you know time wouldn't be speeding up at that point. It's just the plants would sort of almost go hey, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Samba plants. Yeah. All right, yeah, they're, they're kind of cool experiences, but I'm not sure I really want to go back to them after doing them once. The only thing of Proteus is it supposedly is randomly generated. Yeah, so you can and go I'm back not, and... not sure whether there is, like, more stuff than we will generate on one island. Oh, so you mean... There is a possibility so... for there to be actually new things. What, you mean that we missed some stuff? Yeah, like, it might not just be different positions. There might actually be... Yeah, more well, things one, of the, one of the things that, that unlocks after your first playthrough is the option to set the island to be wilder, yeah. as they describe it, which I think makes just the randomization more frequent. You know, it's perhaps a little more extreme in terms of elevation and items and 
Halle Alter, I guess. Yep. Um, so maybe that would be interesting to try, but it's a tiny, tiny game, so it's like less than 100 megs, so it's like I don't mind having that sit around for a while until perhaps I want to go and try that. <laughs> you and don't then, need the hardest space. I don't know. It's too little to care about. Uh, yeah, so that was all right. Um, trying to think what else I actually did in the last couple of weeks. I think I've been mostly concentrating finishing Dust, to be honest. Oh, I did start playing Magic 2013. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the PC. 2014's guy has it. It's already out. Uh, um, I, I, and it's got, like, new shit, like, sealed... Deck tournament shit. I'm confused about how the fuck that works. Well, they like you literally. Yeah, I know, but I've heard mixed uh, mixed messages about how that system works. Like I some, saw a video, so I kind of well, seen some, it. Well, some people have said that that you know it makes sense the first time you do it. Where where it diff, where things where the message seems to get confused is what happens after the first time you unseal. Right. As in, can you unseal or can you start again? Again. And it's like, yes, yeah. you can. But you have to pay us to do so. Seems oh, to see. be what the route is. Because yeah, I've no, I know the, the microtransaction stuff in the one I, 2012, the one I played on the Xbox, seemed a little, well, a little expensive and a little oh, magic is expensive. and a little really, really irritating. Yeah. Uh, and I think I had a glitch in my copy of 2012 on the Xbox where it would say I was unlocking cards, but then I couldn't use them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, what does, it, what do you mean by unlocked then? If that, mm-hmm. if I can't do that. Um, which, which doesn't seem to be happening on my PC run through of 2013. Cool. Um, you unlock cards, and I can actually put them in the deck if I want to. So it's like, oh, okay, that's that's fine. Cool. Um, uh, I, I definitely prefer playing it on a PC interface. I definitely yeah. prefer playing it with 1080p graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have a couple of control issues. I have to say, like, uh, you know, there's a sort of standard now where if something is like a like like the card, for instance, sort of takes up a portion of the screen. There's a sort of thing where if you click outside, like a light it box or a dialog, the... that you get rid of it. Yeah. No, that that will fuck you up. Yeah. You click out, click the card, and sometimes that can be the same as pressing the A button to do the action on the card or to play it. And mm. it's like you've got to be a little careful about that one. Do you press escape or? Yeah, you have to or mouse wheel um, to well, zoom um, out. Well, or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, be careful. That, that screwed me up a couple of times. Lightbox convention, yeah. Yeah, a um, couple of UI things. But otherwise it plays out quite well, and I noticed they've added a couple more options for advanced players so you don't so the game doesn't do quite so much for you. Because um, there there's a couple of moments where some of the decisions it would make for you in the previous yeah. one were a little, oh, no, 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 I didn't want to do yeah, that. Yeah. I, didn't want, I wanted it to play out like this, like um, assigning damage to blockers mm-hmm. i think in 2012 was all automatic as to who it assigned it to whereas you now have control of that mm-hmm. like well you sort of have control of that you can assign who you block first yeah order of yeah reference. order of blocking i think that's how it works in the all right though, so you can't it? just dish out i'm blocking so much damage from you and mm-hmm. so much damage from you well because yeah. there used to be special cards for that didn't there where you could distribute the actual damage how you how want you it. want it uh, as opposed to in order yeah. oh well that makes sense then okay yeah. that's fine yeah, but that, that, as I say, I don't think that was in 2012. And as an addition, that's pretty pretty nice for you know the creature orientated combat they're going for um, in in the core sets. Yeah, um, I'm com- the core, I'm, yeah. There's a couple of there's, obviously it's the expe- extended 2013 core, so there's more cards in it than the 2012 one. It's pretty much I think it's got pretty much all of the 2012 stuff and then some in the 2013 set so it's there's a lot of recurring stuff that you would have seen before but it would be interesting to see some timmy decks being played in that game 
you know, in 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 the PC. Or I whatever. guess, yeah. Uh, just to see how it would work, or if it even would like, mm. if it's if the engine stands up to like crazy combo decks with no creatures and shit. Yeah, it would be interesting. I reckon it could. I reckon it, yeah. there's no reason why it couldn't do it. That would be um, fun. Perhaps, perhaps the strategies you need to use in that game aren't quite varied enough. Maybe, yeah. Um, in the digi- in this version, anyway. Um, I'm not sure the deck sets you get to use actually allow you to build decks. No, no. Like, you wouldn't be able to do that. No, yeah. not in the sets that they restrict you to. Yeah. Um, so, oh, and has it still got the uh, puzzle mode thing? I was. Uh, yeah, that. it does. It does still have the challenges, and it has this new thing called encounters. Um, which so far the ones I've played have just been well the enemy is just going to keep playing the same card every turn. Um, they have an unlimited number of this card, so they're not bound by the like four card limit. Right. So like they'll keep playing like a certain creature of a certain type every turn, and you have to deal with it and defeat them in a normal way. But it's like you know what's coming. Oh, weird. Um, okay. But so so far that's how they've played out, and it's made it sound like in the tutorial thing that perhaps there will be sequences of cards at some point, but it's always a fixed sequence, as in your your you opponent will always play the same way. So you have to come up with a strategy to tackle that, uh, rather than like the one-off do everything in one turn challenges which you had from the previous game, which yeah. are also back. But I found those really hard. Some of them the are hard. Game. They're it's little like, puzzles, especially the the arch enemy stuff in the previous game. I found those really difficult. Were there puzzles with the arch? There were there were arch enemy puzzles. Oh, in I didn't get that far. Arch, I... arch enemy's not in this. Oh, cool. Because um, I wasn't that big fan of arch. Enemy. I think they. I think in this one they favour two headed giant. I like two headed giant in general. Yeah, that's the one of the funnest ways to play magic. It's pretty cool. It's two headed giant. Um, so yeah, I quite like it. As I say, I've only touched can it for a little bit. Can you play another two headed giant? Team up against. Yeah, you, I think you can. Yeah, sweet. I don't. Well, I don't know if you can do it against AI. Oh, okay. I don't know. I. Never, I didn't really dive into the multiplayer aspects of the Xbox One, but you, whether or not you could play Arch Enemy, say, with certain number of human players and the AI takes over the rest, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd be surprised if you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, playing that seems seems alright. Cool. Seems quite cool. It doesn't <sighs> bugbear from the first game that still isn't fixed. Um, it doesn't explain all the mechanics. No, there are some things that are on some of the cards that are new relatively from when I from when we were playing magic I guess in card form that I don't I still well I haven't been asked to keywords. go and look up yeah, yeah keywords and certain mechanics like a bloodthirst or something isn't it or yeah um stuff like that that were kind of key in, actually in the last one that you know just bump up some creatures randomly and I couldn't figure out what what the rule was for it and it's like the game doesn't tell you yeah, it needs a little like, um like uh Wicked. They haven't. They haven't expanded Rainbow. their. They have that advanced help screen that does explain some of those mechanics to you, but there's just not enough of them, mm. and it's a. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a letdown. So unless it comes up, perhaps at some point during the game, that I'll get a card and one of those tips will come up saying what it actually. That's actually generally does. how because uh, like there's only so many keywords per set, yeah. and like generally the common ones have the explanation because they have enough room because they don't have much. Oh yeah, but they get, I think even the, the, not many of the cards actually have that in the game, but they will pop up a little dialogue tooltip that right. will sort of say, "Hey, this card does this." Right. Okay. Um, and you can choose to dismiss or never tell me again, kind right. of thing. Um, so I wonder, if, I wonder if some of those mechanics will have tooltips now, but they still don't have a proper help page, which is irritating. Yeah. Um, failure on your part. <laughs> 
but you know, I should probably just go wiki that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I never did in the first place. But it's always like I feel like I shouldn't because the game's. It's not. I don't feel like it's an accurate review of the game. Maybe if I'm fair enough. If I'm learning about the mechanics that the gamer doesn't tell me about, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's unfair, but uh, I don't know. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to leave it there. I was pro- I'm thinking my next game to start is probably going to be Infamous. Cool. Oh, um, it'd be interesting to see. Get, get my first one. You might, you might go through the whole series of that if at some point. But, uh, oh, if I like the first one, then exactly. maybe I will, I will move up. But. There's, there's two, and there's that stupid uh, second, son. second something. Yeah. Which is the third game in the series. Yeah. Second, third. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I think I'm done. Zeg. Your turn. Oh no! Wait, Surgeon Simulator. <laughs> oh, you guys. Are I played. I played through all of Surgeon Simulator on a live stream with Kippers. You should probably watch that. Oh, I should check that out. I saw that. It's a, a funny game. I saw there's a spin-off like a British cup of tea making simulator. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. awesome! So that sounds quite hard to do. It's, it's a funny game. <laughs> it's like K- Kippers was comparing it to Quop because it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, you know, it's like Quop, yeah, yeah, hard controls to do something simple yeah. that is actually technically simple, but it's. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that just get just really think it's bad. Some of the extra stuff it then has you do that. Oh, it's just it's just insane. Cool, but uh, a lot of fun. But you can finish it really quickly, and I don't really have a desire to go and do it again. <laughs> right. So check that out on. Uh, it's in the Steam sale as well. Yeah, it's uh, in the Steam sale. Uh, yeah, so go check out the if go check out the stream we did. It's, if you go to happysalad.net, then it's uh, available. It's a couple of posts there. down. Yeah, a couple of posts moment, down. Yeah. Uh, it's not on YouTube, but uh, it is on Twitch. It is on it Twitch is. if you go to DJ Kipling's channel. Cool. Uh, I played a little bit of Deus Ex Human Revolution. I started a new game on that. <laughs> right. I, it's really? Like, the gameplay on that is good, but the dialogue is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the writing is just bad. It's That's my main thing coming back to it. It's like... Mm. Oh, this gameplay was pretty this. good. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't ask for this. It's like, oh, God, every bit of dialogue somehow. And it's not like like the dialogue in the original Deus Ex, like there was tons of it, and it was clunky in places. Well, that was also because the voice acting was bad. And the voice acting was... It was bad, but it wasn't boring, at least. It was just, like, dumb. Like, uh, and, and, like, monotone everything. Yeah, yeah every, well, I don't <laughs> know. J.C. Denton has no emotions. Yeah, J.C. Denton, but that, but that was kind of cool. Like, J.C. Denton is somehow a lot cooler than the new guy. Yeah. I can't even remember the guy's name in no. the Human Revolution. I don't really care to, either. No. With his ridiculous... Uh, always... Adam, yeah. And he's always folding his fucking arms together like this, like, with his, like, giant shoulders. Robo arms. Yeah, robo arms. He's constantly, like, I noticed it loads. Just, I only played a little bit of the game. And, like, whenever he's talking to anyone, he just occasionally just looks at them and, like, folds his arms. (laughs) And he's, like, standing up. So it looks really weird. And, uh... And he has that ridiculous, like, flowery pattern on his leather shoulders. It's like, you pods. They failed to replicate in the real one they sold. <laughs> really? Yeah, they sold, they sold a real trench coat, but failed. it didn't actually have the pattern. It's like, that's, that's, that's the whole deal. So that's why anyone would want yeah. to buy that. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's just a trench coat. Yeah. But yeah, and I was going for a, like, stealth avoid everyone. Naturally. And that was a lot of fun, actually. I think what I used to do in Deus Ex and in a lot of stealth games like Splinter Cell is I will try and 
uh, if I'm going non-lethal, I will still try and incapacitate everyone. So I'm like, oh, okay, everyone's <laughs> yeah, down. So you can be safe. Yeah. yeah. But but this time I was just, no, I'll just avoid everyone. And that worked surprisingly well. And was uh, There are certain scenes where you can't do that. Though, yeah, of course, yeah. sometimes. But there, uh, the, I think that first mission, you can do the whole thing without being seen. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what the first mission is like. Uh, it's not, there's some crazy French terrorist dude or whatever who takes a human hostage at the end. Or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so you have to talk to him or whatever. But yeah, it's just a warehouse. Well, isn't there a, like a whole room of people and there's like a gas bomb or something? Yeah. Uh, well, the, 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 they well, never patrol inside that room. No, they? no. So you can just sneak up there. <laughs> yeah. You can turn off the, the bomb. classic maneuver. And then you can just wander off. And like, and you're like, I reassure you all, you're definitely safe now. And everyone's still, all the guards yeah, are still the guards there are still underneath. There. And it's like, right, I'm off now. Um, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> wait here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait for the police to come and murder everyone. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't know why I felt like playing that, but... Um, yeah, it's a shame about the dialogue and the and the kind of storiness about it because the gameplay was pretty nicely done and and the style, like the visual style, you know, it's pretty nice. So, so it's yeah. quite unique. Yeah, I think, and it's got all that crazy upgrade stuff. And I was already thinking, oh, how am I going to spec my dude and all that shit? And it's just like, oh, the to, to talk to these idiots. Anyway, <laughs> so that's Deus Ex. Right, saying. Well, uh, I never thought the acting actually in the first game was that great. Oh, it wasn't from, great from some of the key characters, but it was it was it was dumb. Yeah, uh, it was like, like almost knowingly dumb in places. Like I can remember the names of like minor characters in the original Deus Ex, probably because I played it too many times. Yeah, but, like yeah. I know the the stupid story of like Sandra Renton or whatever and the JoJo. Well, you played that and, bit way too many times because that was just like at the start. Of the game. <laughs> yeah, and it's like these are dumb characters, but I still remember everything. Uh, whereas this one, I don't know. I don't even really care about what's her face, the uh, helicopter pilot who's like she, she's dramatic not, death. Yeah, but I mean, she's not even as cool as Josh from the first game or whatever. It was like, <laughs> oh my god, JC, a bomb, sufficiently Scottish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they were, and and there was the stupid um, uh, reporter dude, and all in the first game wasn't there that was always trying trying to get a story and shit, wasn't there? What was his name? I can't remember. Anyway, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of dumb, dumb characters that were somehow memorable, and yet in this one, don't remember any of them. Mm. Anyway, but except for Tracer Tong's brother or something, <laughs> yeah. or uncle or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. God. So they nailed, they essentially nailed the main gameplay, but I think actually, so. But actually, kind of forgot some of the other stuff that's. Well, I don't know. By the sounds of it, the story elements and the characters, surely in a game like that, are actually really quite vital. Yeah, yeah, I like think so. To, to giving it soul, I suppose. Yeah, I didn't. They didn't convince me with their story. Um, and then, of course, right at the end, they screwed it up even more. Well, yeah, it, but it wasn't going that <laughs> what well. What little anyway. story they had at the end, they were just like, "Fuck it, that's <laughs> mm, it." Yeah, I don't know. That it, but the, the, it's annoying because you could tell they really believed in their story or whatever. They really loved it mm-hmm. and they thought it was brilliant. And it's like, no, it's just just a bit like B, B standard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Damn it. it is that B for game story standard as well. Which oh, is pretty low. Know. B for Deus Ex standard anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're comparing the same Deus Ex to that. I think that goes up a notch, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. 
I don't know the story, and that might have been okay. For all I know. Anyway, freaking greasels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Zach's dead. Woo. Ah. Uh, we have like 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. It's probably going to be plenty. Because I haven't really played it much new. Cool. I've played a goddamn ton more of Rogue Legacy. I saw your quick look at that, or whatever you call it, video yeah, thing. video thing. Although, I realised that we call the video things because not to call the quick looks. And then and I they, saw something yeah, on they, Giant Bomb called a video thing. Well, they originally, started, they originally yeah. called them video things. Oh, did they? Okay. They're like their earliest ones were like video things, but then they were like, we need to come up with you lame. Ah, quick look. <laughs> and then they were like, hey, that's good enough. That is good enough. Yeah, I know. So now we just use video things. Yeah, we started it. I like that on YouTube you just say gameplay because that's what anyone ever searches for. So perfect. Like in terms of search engine optimization. I want to see see Rogue Legacy gameplay. Done. Done. (laughs) You don't say video things. No. You want to see some video things. (laughs) I want a video thing. This is our way of categorizing it, basically. I wonder how many people search for video on on YouTube. Like, I want a video (laughs) of (laughs) this. That would be really funny. Well, I guess theoretically, you could search into just Google. And it would bring yeah. up YouTube results if you had video. It was, yeah. Something. Yeah, that works. Yeah. That works. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I played tons more of that because it's awesome. And also because it gets ridiculous once you get past the first. It has, like, New Game Plus or whatever. Oh, no. But, but it, it, How many stages are there? Like, I saw your castle and forest. Uh, well, yeah, there's, like, four areas. Right. So, like, the castle, the tower, the forest, and the dungeon. So, there's one boss in each of those, and then the oh, final, actual final boss. Right. So yeah, I was like, so I was playing that some more, and I finished the regular story, and actually the last boss is kind of disappointing in a way because it was actually well easy. Well, it's like it's a two stage boss predictably, right. yeah. And like the first half of it is probably harder than the second half. So okay. like the final final boss was actually piss easy compared to the one just slightly before it. Right. So that was sort of disappointing. Well, that kind of happens sometimes. sometimes. Like even Ganon is kind of like that. Ganon is worse than the. The, Ganondorf. Oh, Ganondorf is worse than Ganon, really, isn't it? Because Ganon is just a giant thing that you just avoid, slash yeah. the, <laughs> avoid and slash in the tail, whereas Ganondorf like fires projectiles and you have to time the shit and yeah. everything. Anyway. He has moves. Yeah, he's got skills. So yeah, I, then when you play into New Game Plus of this, it gets kind of crazy because basically all the enemies just get upgraded. Because each enemy basically has three different forms that get progressively more difficult. And then in, like, the first round, you'll only see, like, the third level of them, like, almost as mini-bosses in some rooms. But not actually mini-bosses, because there's also (laughs) mini-bosses. It's like mini-bosses guarding a singular chest rather than special mini-bosses that generally guard a better chest. Uh But then, so then when you go into New Game Plus and then subsequent New Game Double Plus, it's like... They just get upgraded. So by the time you're in the new game Double Plus, it's like every enemy is at level three, <laughs> at its level three version. Right. So it just gets crazy. It's just like, it just basically turns into a bullet hell, only it's a platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of awesome in a way. Oh, I forgot about something I should do. Yeah, about. you should. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I'll let you carry But, uh. See any more? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. But, uh. Yeah, so I've, I'm, I'm now fear, I've, I've opened the final boss room on new game Double Plus. But I haven't done that yet because uh, because basically there's an achievement for unlocking all the blueprints. And the only way you get blueprints is by killing the mini-bosses. Yeah. But typically, like every run, you'll probably only see one or two of the mini-bosses. And I don't want to, like... I don't want to finish New Game Double Plus because yeah. then all the enemies will get harder again. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm just running around farming the mini-bosses to get the last blueprints. 
Although I'm not sure, but I think it might have screwed up my um, screwed up and not giving me giving me the achievement for unlocking all of the upgrades to the castle. Because oh. I finished all the castle trees, so I am now maximum everything I can possibly have generic stat upgrades. But it didn't seem to give me the achievement. Maybe that will just pop next time I start up the game or something. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, because that would suck. Otherwise, <laughs> I have to delete the save and start over, going through the whole goddamn thing again. But yeah, I'm making so much money. I was making so much money practically every run in, in New Game Plus and the second double plus. It was just like I was making so much money, those castle upgrades didn't take very long to unlock any longer. Cool. But yeah, so I got pretty good at that and dodged my way through everything. Bullets. Lots of bullets. And also there was like... Something that I didn't really realise was one of the class abilities... Do you have the like the barbarian king has the ridiculous shout that knocks everything back? Mm. And I'd seen people were saying that that was like super essential for the third boss, and I was like, I don't see why because it didn't seem like it was going to do anything to that specific boss. But then I realized that what it actually also does is it the barbarian shout also destroys quite a lot of projectiles of certain oh, okay. types, ah, like so the fireballs, like a shield against bullets. Yeah, Hell. so one of the one of the third boss basically. It follows you around, around and tries to ram you, but it also leaves a persistent fire trail. So if you have the barbarian key, you just erase that trail theoretically if it's getting in the way. Ah, uh, that boss. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, you showed me that. Oh, I saw it on your on my other screen. On your yeah. stream. Yeah. But I don't think that boss is that hard anyway, even without that, because it's not that hard to avoid those fireballs. And then apart from that, there's not really anything else going on. You just have to time your attacks to when you can sneak in a hit before you dodge out of the way. And yeah, most of the classes become pointless after a certain point. All you want is either by Barbarian King for the ridiculous amount of health or Paladin for the quite a lot of health and blocking ability. Yeah. All the weaker classes like Mages and the Assassins who deal lots of damage but don't have much health themselves. It's not really so helpful when you're having to cope with that much like Stuff, bullets. Yeah. And even the Assassins, once the enemies upgrade a couple of times with the Assassins and stuff, you're still not doing enough damage to really one-shot or two-hit anything. You'll still have to swing, like, three times, and then that's just as much as it takes with the classes with high health. It's not really a bonus any longer. Mm. So, yeah, that's that. Maybe I'll get those last three achievements. Hmm. Or two achievements, because I should already have one of them. (laughs) And then I also played Dust, as we said, and then I also played uh, quite a lot more Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing and one well, no, just though really on the 3DS. Your 3DS games. Yeah. Grinding out more Animal Crossing stuff. Not really much I've been having. I'm building a cafe now. A cafe? A cafe. And the nightclub still hasn't opened yet. Apparently that takes quite a long time. I gave them planning permission or whatever you do. <laughs> I guess. You go around town and get some signatures and everyone's super enthusiastic even though the yeah, like... Nice nightclub. It's like you get the guy who's going to build the nightclub turns up outside your house and you go out there and you talk to him and he's like, I want to build a nightclub in your town, but people might be pissed because it's too noisy or whatever. So take this petition and we'll get signatures. And everyone's like, woo! Yeah, and everyone you talk to is just like, yeah, nightclub! <laughs> no one, none of my town worry. people actually seem to care about the noise implications. Maybe, maybe they'll be eating their words. Yeah. That, yeah. That would kind of suck. I'll start complaining. So yeah, I thought I'd did that that hasn't appeared yet and the cafe isn't done yet so not really anything's changed in my town as such the museum upgrade happened but that's not really important that you get a fancy silver net and silver fishing rod which aren't actually improved at all they just look fancy which is a shame because I was hoping for like upgrades 
Because apparently the silver watering can and the gold watering can actually do... It's like they water more squares at once. Oh, cool. Because there's such a pain in the ass in my town at the moment. Because just all the goddamn flowers water each individual square. <laughs> As you walk along this line of flowers. And I specifically rearranged all my flowers and I just did, like, a big cube. <laughs> so that, I could just do it much quicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Real ugly, but much more efficient. And then fire, I'm like, I still haven't finished that. I think I'm probably on the second to last mission. And I've done all the side missions now, so I've got all the, like, the future children or whatever. Mm. And I also realized, it's sort of, I sort of realized, but I also when I was looking up a fact, it's actually really weird because you can do some things with the, with the idea of like marrying units and then the future, ch- you basically as soon as the two units get to S rank and they marry, yeah. then the, fu- the mission to get the, their future child appears because the children came back in time because of story. <laughs> Right. Because of, because of reasons. Yeah. But, but, like, because of that, you can do some really weird things. Because, like, your main character, for some reason, I'm not really sure why they decided to do this, but your main character can also get to S rank with all of the future children. And then when you get to S rank with one of the future children, then your child appears. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. That's like a huge time paradox. <laughs> It's like yeah. this child from the future came back in time and married you, and then you've got another child from the future who also knows them because they they know each other in the future. But it's not that can't be no can't be right. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> so yeah, that was very hilarious. But I got I got all those children, and they're all ludicrously overpowered because they're basically like their stat growth is based on a combination of their parents' stat growth, uh. and you pass down as whatever like one skill from each parent as well, so you can even more make it ridiculous. And you choose what skills to get passed out. Yeah, you just choose one of the what what like, and that was also why I did quite a lot of grinding because basically, the base classes unlock a skill immediately and at level ten, and then the advanced classes unlock a skill at level five and level fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I was basically getting all the parents up to level fifteen, so I could see what their final skill was mm-hmm. for their second class. So they all had at least six, four, six, whatever. A, a number of skills. They all had their the skills from the classes that I thought were appropriate, so I could see what they were. But then, of course, that sucks when you get well, like you've grinded a class all the way up to fifteen, and it turns out that their fi- level fifteen skill is dumb, yeah. <laughs> or not something you want to pass down to their child. Mm. So yeah, I did that. So I have I have this huge team of people. It's like after I complained about there not being enough units, now there's way too many. <laughs> but that's fine. So you could have perhaps suffered a couple of permadeaths. Well, well, the trouble with that idea is that if, like, there'd be a point where I wouldn't have all these future children because then their parents would be dead. Yeah, so they would never have happened. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work if one of your parents dies now? That's what I was wondering. Does it, does it do the whole time? Like, is there a time paradox? Yeah. I'm not sure. Because especially, like, one of, the, one of the support conversations between one of the parents and children is, like, if you're unfaithful to you, to your wife, then I'll disappear because because obviously that means your marriage will break down. And it's like, does that will that happen? Is it possible? What what if they die? I think maybe, as far as uh, from what I from what I read on one site, is that maybe maybe once the children exist in the world, the mother gets the same protection that you get in casual, where like if they die in battle, they don't actually die. And then they just re- uh, reappear at the end of the fight. Okay. Because the mother is the only one that's important. Yeah. Because of the way this works. It's like the children are the children are always linked to the mother, so it doesn't matter what father you pair with the mother, it'll always be the same child. You just get different stats. 
depending on the father. And the the hair colour of the father is passed on. That's the only thing. <laughs> Always the father. Yep. That's mysterious genetics. So yeah, that's that. I'm going to finish it probably. Last mission. This next mission that I'm on doesn't look too bad. Or, well, or I've got to the point where I don't think it looks bad. Because, uh, like I said before, I was I got to the point where I didn't know whether I was powerful or not any longer. Mm-hmm. And now I think I probably am. I am powerful. And then when I look at this map for just, like, a whole ton of enemies, I'm just like, search for the one little bit of landscape where I can just have everyone stand there and take it. <laughs> Make your defense ring. Yep. Form a defensive line and then just stand there and wait for all the enemies to just bump up against you. <laughs> Particularly when you know that the enemy commander doesn't move, because you can look at them and be like, oh, he doesn't have a move stat, which means he's just going to stand there, which means that this level doesn't end until I actually go up there and kill him. <laughs> so I can just stand here and wait for all the enemies to come to me. It is weird, that. It's like, it does sound like very little strategy in this, in a way. <laughs> yeah. Or the least of, or well, like the strategy you... doesn't change level to level. It's like they needed to do something... I mean, they, there was one level where you have to keep moving because basically the floor becomes lava behind you. Oh, so, like, parts of the map progressively get become areas where you get damaged if you're standing on them. Mm. But even then, that kind of didn't because there was still, like, the the little section of the map would chase the lava, except for one square. Because I guess they had to give you an out so that if you weren't doing it fast enough, you didn't just all just stand in lava and die. <laughs> <laughs> Because that and would why? be evil. Well, but why not? That's the that's the nature of the level, surely. Well, yeah, I guess, but they decided not to. Must but yeah, there wasn't really there wasn't really any other levels like that, or levels where you had to. I suppose the game doesn't really have failing missions, does it? Really? No, it, you can't. It, like, if you fail, that's it. <laughs> there's no there's no way to progress after a mission fails. Mm. It's not like they're it's not like they're just generic get cash missions or whatever. No, they're all story apart from when it's randomly spawning enemies, in which case, I guess you could fail those, but... But everyone would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> but then there wouldn't be any reason to. Just start over. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm. Next time will be all the stuff off the Steam sale, probably. What are you planning all to buy? The stuff. What's on your wish list? There's quite a few things on my wish list that I might end up buying, because they're all really cheap indie stuff, really. Yeah. <laughs> so a bunch of, like, five and three quid things. Which will be one quid yeah. 75 or whatever. <laughs> exactly. I already bought Hotline Miami, so I'm looking forward to that. I already mm. got... I got Dark Souls, but I'm not sure whether I'll actually get around to play that. But I, want, I wanted it in my list. It and, does sound a bit like your kind of game. Yeah. It? yeah. And then there was a... What was the other thing that I bought? Shit. Oh, I bought Fez, but, you know. Yeah. That's just I have it. Not really to play that again yet. Hmm. That needs a few more, like, months or years before yeah, yeah, yeah. we get some things or something. Fair news. Rob? I don't know. I don't really know what I'm really interested in from the sale. Maybe. It's like, I'm not sure I'm really that enthused about anything that's there excessively enough for me to care too much. I mean, I may p- pick up Bioshock Infinite, and that may be my one thing. Yeah. Um, that's worth buying whether you I have, buy I, it now or later. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of stuff. You know, on my backlog already, that stuff that is that I do actually want to play, and it's like I'm not sure anything that comes up really goes above that list at sure. this point. So it's yeah, Last of Us, for example. Well, yeah, you know, you know, start, start and yeah, keeping it to the Steam sale only. I'm not sure, really sure there's even, there's anything on there that can needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. well, we'll see. 
We'll see. You, you know, because I was just talking about Crisis 2 and Binary Domain and Sonic Transformed and yeah. all that stuff to do that I kind of want to do. So it's... I want. I don't think it, it's not going to happen because it only just came out. But the cheapest possible combination of things where I can get Civ Five and Brave New World all together. Yeah. Don't know what that combo is, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, if Brave New World gets. Wait until the end of the year. Wait yeah. for the Christmas sale. Wait for the Christmas sale for that one. <laughs> yeah, I've got X- XCOM in the meantime, which I just bought. So and I should just get given a copy, a spare copy of Binding of Isaac from Kiffers, so that might keep me busy as well. But... Indeed. But right. Don't need to buy that out. <laughs> for like one quid as it always is yeah, yeah 60p I think it was at one point we have reached the end of this podcast yeah I think so we can open some goddamn windows yes yeah, it's too got warmer today Jesus yeah. it's gonna be hot for a while yet I expect well we're going out after this yes we? let's get, <laughs> get out and cool down uh, let's get burged hope you enjoyed this podcast stay cool listeners literally as well as uh, figuratively <laughs> yes. yes and uh, catch you next time top tip stay cool see you guys We've got plenty of time to say bye. Bye. Wash. Wash. Wash out. Wash.